What's happening, weirdos? It is the return and the first video episode with my dear friend Andrew Santino. This was effortless. I'm looking to Katie. We were both talking about how fun this episode was, how funny he is. He was even, I think he said he was tired, and he just turns it on. We laugh like silly sillies. And we had a blast. And I'm really excited that you guys are here. If you would like to come and see me doing stand-up comedy, you have a few options. If you're in LA, I'm going to be at Largo on October 9th. That's coming up on Sunday. And I'm also going to be there November 3rd. November 3rd is going to be a fundraiser for Homeboy Industries, which I'm very excited about. But both of those shows are going to be stacked. We're going to get great guests, great musical guests. It's always the highlight of my month. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. And if you want to see me. I'm going on the road. Go to PeteHolmes.com for tickets. I'll just read some of the cities. October 14th, Toronto, the 15th, Atlanta, Atlantic City, New Jersey. October 16th, I'm at the Wilbur in Boston. That's like about 70% sold, I believe. So please, if you want to come to that one in my hometown, get tickets. These are also now available on the website. Chicago, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Washington, D.C. Uh, please come on out. I think Andrew and I talk about touring quite a bit. Uh, so this this is, the, <laughs> this is the one to come to. I'm not saying I'm retiring. I'm just saying, let's make this a great one. <laughs> I'm not retiring. I'm never going to stop doing stand-up. But come on, what? <laughs> this one, do this one. Go to PeteHolmes.com. I'm super excited about this hour. I'm super proud of it. So hopefully I will see you there. And if you like the show, why not try a Pete's Pick? These are what we call the ads. These are things that I love and I use, especially with, without a doubt, for real, for real, Living Libations. Living Libations is a natural and real ingredient. Skin, hair, teeth, eyes, baby uh, body care company that has revolutionized all of those things and changed the way that I look at health and what I put on my body. I was being very careful about what I was putting in my body, trying to eat natural, real, organic things, but I wasn't being careful about what I put on my body. But of course, what you put on your body ends up in your body. Your skin is the largest organ. It absorbs that stuff into your bloodstream. So we shouldn't be putting strange chemicals and, and, and health beauty products, sunscreens, uh, lotions, stuff that isn't intended for humans. If you read the ingredients and it's like seven Zs and the number X and the number Z, I can't speak today. And the number 28, just think of any number, Pete, and that bit works. It's probably not good for you. But I was fooled by branding and by marketing, thinking that these things were good because they had French names. I want to eat food where I recognize the ingredients, and now I want my skincare to be the same. So enter Living Libations. A great example is their Love the, Z Love the Sun zinc-based sunscreen. Every morning, our daughter, we have to uh, slather her head to toe in sunblock. And I saw there were natural, quote unquote, natural things on Amazon, and they just weren't. Like if you dug a little bit deeper and read the ingredients, these were not healthier sunscreens. And I was so happy to find the Living Libations Love the Sun sun uh, formula. That is what we put on Leela every morning. It's great to know that I'm not uh, putting something unnatural or bad for her on her body. Of course, at four years old, that's super important. And me personally, I use their ginger exfoliating scrub, which is not only healthy and natural and made with ingredients that I recognize, but it's the most badass exfoliant that I've ever used in my life. And at night, I use their best skin ever moisturizer. 
It smells great, feels great, and gets your skin looking great. Of course, I use their Zen Shave. I use their gum treatments, a lot of their dental stuff. And when Lila was a baby, we used tons of their baby stuff. Here's the point. If you want to support the show, Living Libations has small products and big products. If you want to give a little, if you want to give a lot, you can get something small. You can get a tongue scraper. Do whatever you want. It still supports the show. It lets our advertisers know that these ads are working, and you'll be doing your body a favor. Whatever product you'd like to pr- uh replace i promise you living libations has a premium natural and wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmares that they sell at 7-eleven so go to livinglibations.com and use promo code this is new for this month weird 2020 2022 weird 2022 that's 15% off go to com and use promo code weird 2022 Uh, Also, we are brought to us by our friends at Ritual. I take Ritual multivitamins. I take Ritual Symbiotic Plus pre, post, and probiotics every single morning. I'm super, super into uh, health, feeling my best, feeling ready to start my day, and gut health. And their Symbiotic Plus pre, post, and probiotic is the best probiotic I've found. I always, always, always start my day with it. And here's, here's, I'll tell you a little, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. Does your probiotic contain clinically studied strains? Well, meet one that does. Ritual Symbiotic Plus contains two of the world's most studied strains with over 350 publications of human clinical trials. It's more than a probiotic three-in-one, as I mentioned, with clinical studied prebiotics, which are like food for probiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome, which we sometimes talk about on the show is so important. Your gut is basically like a second brain and regulates so many of the functions of your body. It's so important to give it what it needs. And here you can do that with a single nested minty capsule. I love the minty flavor. One daily capsule for a simple streamlined gut support. And the delayed release capsule makes sure that these uh, pre- post and probiotics reach the colon. That's not the stomach. They're going to burn up in the stomach. The delayed release makes sure they get into your intestinal tract, which is the ideal place for probiotics to survive and grow. There's designed with moisture controlled bottle technology to provide, to protect, excuse me, the probiotic strains. And best of all, you don't have to refrigerate them. I keep it right in my cupboard and they stay good. So Symbiotic and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering uh, weirdos 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash weird to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash weird for 10% off during your first three months and show your support of the show. All right, guys, go to PeteHolmes.com for the tour dates. Hope to see you at Largo if you're here in the L.A. area. In the meantime, enjoy the hilarious Whiskey Ginger, Andrew Santino. Get into it. Get in here, Sandman. Topic, to- topic of conversation number one. You don't want to do this. Get in here. Get in here. Get boy, in here. oh boy, do I not want to do this show right now. The, show them the hair. Show them the hair. <laughs> I'm so tired. You felt uh, that was a thing. You didn't want me to take your hair off. Well, because I didn't sorry. do my hair. I didn't get, well, look, I didn't get out, no, of, I I got just, out of the I shower. Felt, I haven't I, done I, anything. I want to apologize. I'll start off by Let apologizing. Let me apologize to you. Go for it. Let me apologize to you. I'm sorry. Go for it. It made me hurt when you recoiled like that. Thank you. And also your hair <laughs> looks fucking great. I'm just tired, and you know what it is? And I have a pimple on my lip, and I put makeup on it. I went to the I went to CVS, 
And I got because CVS.com slash whiskey, whiskey ginger. Uh, CVS.com slash whisk ginge uh, <laughs> for 10% off some of your makeup goods. But I put a little bit of um, tinted clearasil. I put up some stuff on it yeah. and then it makes it worse. And then you're like, it looks like I have a canker sore. And then you're like, yeah. I don't have a canker sore. Which I don't get herpes. canker sores. Those are herpes. Well, I have herpes in my penis, but not in my mouth. That's insane. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's a herp. Herpes.com uh, we'll right slash weird for 10% Rock a Valtrex more. ad right now. Does that work? Does Valtrex? I thought there was I no don't cure know. for herpes. No, 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 no. I think it, it subsides some of the... Um, Flare-ups? Yeah, but I just... I got annoyed by it. And then <laughs> I, 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 I was so mad because... Um, God, have I been shooting too much. What are you doing? You're pickling up your gingers? I'm doing Dave season three. Uh, the, the Ding Dong Show? I got to tell you something. These Jews cut and... Stop it. Stop it. No, stop I just... It. It's just so, it's so, stop it. Uh, yeah, stop it. Oh, Pete, cut it out. Pete. <laughs> fucking dickhead. I forget how high it is. Pete. Pete. You got a high to do, Bill. Yeah, just fucking slight return. Fucking... Ah, God. Ah, God. Ah, Fenway a, Park. Fenway Park sold it out. <laughs> it did. The Red Sox can't do that. No, they can't. That's amazing. How does that feel like? Do you want to do um, amphitheaters and stadiums? No. Yeah. Sounds like a nightmare to me. I get big too big. I just shot my special in Denver, Colorado. Woo! Also a- tired. And I'm going to be real with you because sometimes we get very real, you and I. Hold that there. <laughs> I don't want to do stand-up anymore buddy i was just on the phone today with I'm my so friend. exhausted and yeah. after i shot the special yeah, i go said ahead. go ahead go ahead hit it like it's stand-up hit it like it's stand-up and it o- and it owes always you comes, your life but back. it always comes back into my life just like stand-up i just think i just shot it in denver i had a fun time shout out to denver i had so much fun but also you know what fuck Denver. i'm just kidding hey, <laughs> yeah. you denver thanks for coming out see we're too, chills too we're rowdy chills too rowdy well, you know, ever since they legalized the the tender greens, I remember doing the High Plains Festival the first year they legalized the tender greens. That's how you have to say it when you walk in a store. Do you guys have any? And they go, sir, get out. You take a walk around the block, come back. <laughs> What's MDMA? Do you have any? That's cocaine. No, that's cocaine. Oh. MDMA is. You guys... Yeah, do you, and you have to t- touch your nips. That sound. Yeah, you have to rub your titties. Rub your titties. Men have them. Women have them. We, we have, have them. them. I have boob shadow. You can see it in photographs. Do you really? <gasps> Muscle. Look at that. I have a new bit. Can I run it put by it you? Put it down. Yeah. No, go ahead. Keep it up. No, no, no. Put it down. I just started, everybody knows this, lifting weights. Who? Can, it turns out... It's not a, it, you're, nobody, you're nobody special, muscle boy. No, I know. All you did was this. I did a lot more than you did, though. Yeah, that's who cares. But that's I was the out point reading. is, I did I was, more than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Society's all about more than you. Yeah, that's okay. Bigger house, bigger car, more the money. That's what people. I just do this more. But you weren't fighting off wolverines. In my mind, I was. <laughs> In my mind, I was fighting off a lot of demons. So if you curl, the heavier weight you curl, the yeah. more you can ward off. Curl means lift. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. <laughs> the more wolverines you can ward off. Yes. I'm just saying for those of us, not you. Let me tell you why I want to lift you weights. You had a white, a white baseball cap in high school. Let's be honest. White baseball cap, white baseball cap, white, white baseball, baseball cap, cap, white baseball cap, cap, white baseball cap, white baseball cap. Where One of my favorite death cap songs. Yeah. White not- baseball cap. Very good. He, I, he, he put out a new song the other day and I listened to Dan it. Dan Gibbard? The Gibbs Dog. And it just, at this point. In my life. 
I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I love his music. I want to be real with you because but we're, we're I'm getting tired of it. We're circling. <laughs> we're waiting to be cleared to land this conversation plane. Yeah. At the terminal marked. Is it time to hang it up? Is it time to hang it up? I just on the drive down called who, who my called friend. You? Rob Bell, okay? Yeah. He's an author and a teacher. And he's, a, he's, he's a genius. Mm -hmm. And I called him because I did a set at the Improv two nights ago. And I called him and I was like, Bob, Bobby, I'm tired of this thing that I'm doing with stand-up. When it gets me high, when I have a great set, mm -hmm. and everybody's like, ah, I'm like, that was great. And if it sucks, I'm like, what am I doing? You know? And I'm like... I, I talk to some people and they're just, they seem so noble. They're just like, I just love making people laugh. Mm. I travel around the land and make them laugh. And I'm mm. like Michael Jordan. I'm like, I'm out there for me. I want to spin and dunk <laughs> and have new shoes and be shiny and yeah. fancy. And like that game is becoming less interesting to me. I'm going to say something strange. The more healed as a person I become, I have less compulsion to go out and earn it in front of strangers. So of course, stand-up is becoming... I'm I'm going I'm on tour currently, <laughs> but like it's becoming <laughs> hilarious. hilarious. Go to PeteHolmes.com, grab those tickets. Go to PeteHolmes.com. Well, no shit, might be one. Of, it might be the last time. I'm not saying that to threaten anybody. I don't think it's gonna be, but I do think it's. okay You don't think it's to, gonna be? No, I think it's okay to feel that way. I Tell think me. we always feel this way. You're it, ha we're having that conversation where you're like, you don't leave your wife. You don't leave your wife. But you do. If she pisses you off enough, if it just becomes sometimes stand Tell me up. what you're thinking. Okay, you know what I really think it is? It's yeah. not just your age and you're settling into... Mediocrity. Uh, <laughs> you can say mediocrity. It's just settling into who you really are, but it's not just that. <laughs> As a mediocre I, a Mediocre person. man. I just really believe that it has a lot more to do with um, the time. Stand-up is about what's happening right now. Uh -huh. And it's changing. Like Ryan Stout, you know him, great comic. Yeah, he just had a tweet that said uh, something to the effect of like, "I'm so jealous of comics that get like full high res videos the first like three times they've ever done stand up." Sure. He's like, "We used to have to fucking call a club. Oh yeah, beg if they could allow recording equipment. Set up a handy cam on a tripod, which would get knocked over or yes. stood in front of by someone's big fat dumb uh, head for twenty minutes. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, uh, we had to do that." Like, getting a tape, quote-unquote, was an impossible feat. Sandman. Impossible. Sandman. I have VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, this... Can we? It had to be good enough. Yeah. Just so they could hear enough of the shit. Uh-huh. And kind of see you. Yeah. And then they're like, maybe we'll let you be on TV. That's right. Most and of the time, no. Can I throw you something? Mm-hmm. I, I, you're going to know what I'm going to... By the gonna way. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Give it. You've already signed for this package. Oh, I it's did? like a David Blaine. Is it included? Yeah. Fuck. David Blaine works for FedEx. He goes, can you sign this? And you look at it and you've already signed you've it. You've already like, signed. And you look up and he's the package. <laughs> David! <laughs> and you open it and he's in there. Oh, no. And then he asks you to sign again and this time you haven't signed. <laughs> Honestly, he must get fucking what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do I got to do? Eat, eat a, a living goat and shit it out and it's a donkey? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And you like, have to okay. up your... Almost die is what they want all performers to do. Yeah. Make yourself almost die. For us. For me. We're back to gladiators. Yes, we are. Here's almost die. Okay, tell here's me. Here's what I'm going to say. Tape anxiety. The curse of the tape. Can I tell you? What is what we... Hold my hand? Old, old timers. So sad right now, though, also, because the Denver taping, man, it was so fun, but also knowing you're taping, 
It's the worst. It's the worst. It, it, it's so hard because you're in your head. You're like, this is locked down forever. This it, is it, the version. This is the one that they have that they get to see. Not the one that I did last week that I kind of changed in Minneapolis that I liked a little yep. bit. That, it hurts, man. Hold hands again. Yeah. I completely know what you mean. Okay. And the whole thing, I when you're doing a special, it's all about that second show. It is. You do the first one and you get it, then mm-hmm. the nerves are gone, then the second one you maybe do it well, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Tell me. And sometimes it just, no, it went good. It's just also- It went well. Uh, you know, I've told this story uh, <laughs> on another you. podcast. Um, well, well, just plug it then. All right. Uh, I don't think he's doing it anymore. Oh, wow. How apropos. Well, I think it was Ron Jeremy. I think he's in Trump. No, I didn't do his podcast. That's insane. Um, I did. No, I did. Is Ron Jeremy in trouble? He's in prison. Is he? What? You don't. Did that go over your head? Ron Jeremy is a bad, bad boy. I don't know anything about him. Bad boy. He's a bad boy. He got in trouble. Not like a Will Smith, uh, Martin, Martin, Martin Lawrence. (laughs) Martin Sheen. New movie, Martin Sheen, uh, Will Smith coming out. Really good called the slapper slap him up smack him around <laughs> after i did my half hour for comedy central pete yeah cried like a baby sorry i'm still thinking about a will smith commercial parody called the slapper where he turns off the lights by slapping somebody <laughs> twice slapping martin slap on <laughs> slap up <laughs> the slapper it's a new millennium and then <laughs> that's, that's like that's a good will smith <gasps> do it again that was bad. no it was a bad will smith nobody it was a bad Will Smith. But I can't okay. do... Will, Jay Farrow just did this. He did Will Smith, and when he does it, you d- didn't know that Will Smith sounded like something. So, Will Smith sounds... How does Will Smith sound? Do you remember? I asked Katie to do it. I can't do Will Smith. Ha ha. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Big Willie style. That's good. Not bad. Uncle Phil. Oh. Hey, Uncle Phil. That's closer. Hey, Uncle Phil. On Viv? Hey, I'm Viv. Mm. Mm. Not as good. Phil was better. Phil. <laughs> Hot Wings. Why? I don't know. Hooters. That's what they do. Yes, they were sponsored by Hooters. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, sponsored with sponsored by Hooters. You know, my dad was so embarrassed to say Hooters back home when we drove. Uh, we were driving down one of those frontage roads, and there was a Hooters over there. <laughs> and he goes, "Make a left. The freeway's up. It's the old exit's closed." He says, "You got to go over there by the uh, the chicken joint." And I was like, <laughs> "Get out of the he car." It was so annoying. And, and I was like, what are you doing? And my mom was like, what, you're what up is there this talking game about you're playing? Jisms yeah. and chrisms. Chicken joint. And he was like, well, I know you know the, the hoot hop, whatever it is. Like, whatever it is. He uh, acts like he doesn't know. Liar. I, I cried after I did my half hour was what I was going to say. Yeah, tell me. I hated, because? I hated every second of it. Because oh, I, because of that? No, you I know think, who I did my half hour the same night as? Who? Ryan Stout. Keep going. Did you really? Yeah. I think it was all the pressure that finally gets left, you know, like took, it just falls. And then yeah. the moment you get off stage, you're, I was like, I fucking hated every second of it. But I, I actually really liked it. The way it came out. Yeah, but it just bummed me out for some reason. All the things make you... Have you seen the movie Soul? Yeah. Remember when he plays with... Wasn't my favorite of the Pixars. I don't, wanna, I don't know why I'm whispering this, but I agree. Yeah. but Because um, we're not allowed to say that. Because people will go, what, are you racist? And you're like... <laughs> Yeah, but that has nothing to do with soul. I didn't see that coming. I really didn't see the race <laughs> thing coming into well, it's play. Like, it's like, name an, how many other black-led Pixar movies are there? I consider Nemo to be African-American. <laughs> <laughs> name alone. Just the name alone. There go Nemo. Nemo sounds like one of the Jackson 5. He does. There is Tito. There is Michael. Michael. There is Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> we could never find Nemo. Yeah, where is he? He's never showing up for rehearsal. So stupid.
if if this is the joke that brings us both down, fine. fine. Honestly, at this point, fine. at this point, post Denver. You want to know who's got a real disgusting sense of humor? Pete Holmes. He's out there doing Michael Jackson, Finding Nemo, minority-related poor joke trash. A taping is so hard is what I'm trying to say. It's just yeah. they, people don't get... Whenever somebody goes, oh, I didn't like the special, it just blah, blah, blah. You're like, do you love the comic? Yeah, I like them. I just didn't like the special. It's like, well, then just hold on to the fact that you like the comic because specials are so hard to formulate. They're completely just, agree. They're just so difficult. For me, and I want to hear you, Yeah, I'm always trying to optimize the Pete that shows up the night of the special. Mm -hmm. But really, at the end of the day, the older I get, the more I realize I'm not in control. And there really is a dice, a roll of the dice element to like, boy, I can try to get psyched up and get excited or whatever. But if there's just something, it could be food, it could be sleep, it could be sex, it could be no sex, it could be uh, a nap that went a little too long. A little too long. And now I'm on stage going, I'm, uh, I don't fucking care. And I just, <laughs> uh, I, I walk you off You want to do that a little bit. That's yeah. why I feel like we kind of want to, you want to stop sometimes because you're like, oh, it's so much goes into it. And I know it's like. Oh, you're crying me a river. And this is, I don't oh, think you so. little stand up. No, but honestly, it's just, I don't think people I think get how. This is a safe. It's so difficult. But during sometimes. the pandemic. Oh, no. During the sandemic, that's what it was for I you. I created it. During the sandemic. Ladies you were the and one. gentlemen, the sandemic. The sandemic is huge. Andrew Santino. It's huge. You have to get a Santino shot. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Whiskey ginger. I don't drink. I just have the whiskey. I mean the ginger. <laughs> Imagine he just li- he listens to my podcast. He loves it. Love the show. He p- <laughs> too many gays on there. Too many gays and non-whites. <laughs> he's like the snake from uh, what's that movie? Where he's the little Aladdin. S- yeah, Aladdin, the little, the little sneaky snake. The little sneaky snake. Or also Serpentor. <gasps> Serpentor. Wait, Serpentor. Was Serpentor Italian? Yeah, he had to be. Sargento, Sargento cheese, and Serpentor <laughs> is the man who serves you the pizza. Serpento. Oh, bring in Serpentor. Please. Did you see that? He looked like Liberace. He's wearing a golden snake. <laughs> and he plays the piano with his head. <laughs> and he spoke with kind of like a, a snaky list. He did. Sar- I'm not saying Liberace had a snaky list. Yes, he did. Okay. No, he didn't. <laughs> Do you remember Liberace, what he sounded like? Nobody knows what Liberace. Name that one. Funny? Name a Liberace song. Let me Liberace. Candelabra. You. Is that a? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, many ring piano candelabra. That's his hit. Yeah, that was his thing. The lot of ring fancy piano playing. Can we talk about Ojai? Yeah. Boy, oh boy, is that cool that you live up there? Really? It's so neat. Oh, I'm pleased. There's one other friend I have that lives up there. Who? Michael McDonald. The singer. No, the the comedic actor. I know, I know. It's a that's a tough name. <laughs> it's a tough name. Hey Pete, what are you doing up in Ohioland? I didn't know you had a ten out of ten, Michael McDonald. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my Good to see you, Pete. This <laughs> that's that my This was talent? one of my earliest bits was do you think Mike McDonald, after he lays down the track, goes out and was like, do you guys I can't do it nearly as well as Do you, you think that was real good? <laughs> 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 Who wants to go if she's on a pie? <laughs> he lives up by you, my buddy Mike McDonald. He was on Mad TV, you remember him. 
I, I bet the second I see him, I'll remember him and I'll if write him a, a handwritten you'll, you'll, note. He's he stayed up there for a while. Jay and, Larson was just there, and he told me another comedian that lives up in Ohio. But dude, I'm gonna tell you one thing because I'm I'm interested that you you're into it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of energy in this town. Too much, and it turns out that uh, I'm very sensitive to the energy. And when I get out of it, very good for Petey. Very yeah, good for Petey. I think that's a good, healthy way to look. And my buddy just was on the phone with my buddy, and he was saying how he uh, stopped all social media, and he was like, "I'm done." I was like, "No way!" He's like, "I'm done." I'm also off social media, but he deleted all of it. It's all gone. Oh, I just hired someone to run it for me. And yeah, please do follow me, <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's all done. What Jake is posting, and I understand that. Just be done with it sometime. I think we're moving into a really uh, interesting time. What like I was trying, what we were saying before about the time of stand-up, I think stand-up's lost. It's um, the hum is different now, and so like the cultural hum like is. You kind turn of, the machine on and it goes like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When stand-up was at its peak culturally, with like like fun hum, fun socially hum. it was like whoa, 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 hum whoa, dumpster. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa. And now it's just like, it's too much like, I think I looked to Katie, who was listening. It is a little over, everything feels like heavy handed now. I don't, I think it's the earth. It's just everything that's happening. It's hard for us to talk about it when you're like, everything's kind of annoying and and blech and craziness. It could be, look, I think. And parasocial relationships are ruining us. Tell me. We're done. What do you mean? Uh, in-person contact has become so odd now because parasocial relationships. Everyone is your friend on the internet. Can I? <clears throat> Here's a new bit, new prem. Give it to me. Premise. Yeah. Um, I have a Peloton. Val has a Peloton. I was going to say, you don't have a Peloton. Old Holmesy started using it, though, because Val doesn't like it. Why didn't she like it? Well, she was trying to ride it like a real bike. <laughs> <laughs> she did... She unscrews the street. <laughs> she was holding onto the backs of cars and getting some good speed going. The to noise. be honest, <laughs> just metal scraping on the concrete. It was like Val, it's a stationary bike. <laughs> and then she pulls out a pen and she's like, "I know, not that stationary." She's um, doing admin work while she's on the Peloton. That's what the screen is for. Yeah, of course. But old Holmesy, old Holmesy has a Peloton and a Tonal. And both of those are things that... What are tonal? Tonal is like a Peloton, but for weights. Mm. Yeah, I love it, actually. You'd like it, you old fuck. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you Tonal. Get, you old fuck. Is it plugged into the wall or connected mm-hmm. to the wall? Mm-hmm. I've seen those. That's cool. It's like a, it's like one of those mirror, mirror screens. But it has these two arms. Yeah, yeah. And you can move them any way you want. And how strong could you have to be to... to, to... It goes up to 200-something, 200, 200 pounds. That's pretty good for a wall thing. It's also heavier than that because it's it's each arm is independent. I could this is How boring. about this though? I know you didn't put it up. You had somebody put it up. You can't put it up yourself. Why? Tonal policy. It's tonal's policy. You can't install it <laughs> yourself. They won't let you do it. You can't check the box. I'm Bob Vila. I will install this myself. What if he wants to? What if Bob Vila wants to? So they for, send but they dude, send a they, human to your don't, house. To don't, do don't, it. don't don't don't. No, don't. Listen. If you're going to put something on your wall into the studs, and then all you're ever going to do to that thing is try to pull it off the wall with all your force, Mm -hmm. you might be a redneck. (laughs) You're going to want to make sure. (laughs) You're going to want to make sure it's on there secure. Yeah. 
that's that's a million lawsuits waiting to happen. So they make it sound like they're doing you a nice thing, like white glove installations included. But really, it's like no lawsuit installation is included. Well, Peloton got in trub trouble. That's because they yeah, they, they don't have any um, installation. They're like they deliver it to you, and you're like you put it together. And also, people go too hard on it. Well, I think what like a little kid got. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah. I saw. Well, a there's no safety kid. mechanism to stop it from getting someone caught in it. Oh really? Yeah. What would that look like? A, a mosquito net over it? <laughs> Some sort of netting? Well, you guys don't have kid cages at the house? <laughs> it's just mobile cages that you move around objects that you don't want them to touch. We put it around everything. The fridge. If he's if he's snacking too much, we put a kid cage. Total right policy. Over the kid cages. <laughs> Sometimes you leave a kid inside. Uh, <laughs> Side, uh, I am Serpentor. I, I am Serpentor. Wow, we found out Donald Trump is actually Serpentor the snake for perme- the from pimento cheesemaker from <laughs> the Italian Liberace gold snake man from G.I. Joe of the 80s. This whole time? It turns out that was Donald Trump. <laughs> it was Serpentor. I was also Cobra Commander, Beautiful Mask. Gosh. Let people see he their He did face. more than we know, I guess. Yeah, true. And Ta- he was go- also Dr. Claw. Go back. Um, so, <clears throat> Ojai. No, no, no. You walk around Ojai. I want to tell you the bit. Then we'll get back to Ohio. Okay. Don't forget, we won't forget Ohio. Okay. Here's the bit. Because I'm so interested in it. When I'm on the Peloton, yeah. and they're like, crank it up to 50. Put the resistance to 50. Is that I, how high? I, I 50 pounds of... No, no, no. I don't know what what it is. Oh, it's a fake. It's, in a, it's, it's a, number. a number. It's a right. number. It's a normal resistance would be 35, would be like a moderate... Isn't that funny? That number means nothing. It means nothing. But they're allowed to just... They, they could have started at 400. So did the Mayans making up zero. Bullshit. Some guy's drinking chocolate goes, what if there's a number that means no numbers? And they're like, <laughs> this guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> Let's play elbow ball and kill the team that loses. The Mayan Italians. <laughs> this guy's a genius. Guy, all, there was one Italian in every culture. Uh, for sure. Oh my God, we should be worshiping cats over here. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Egypt. I'm going over the river of death over here. Why don't you do me a favor and build yourself a great wall? <laughs> <laughs> if it's so great, where's the mozzarella? <laughs> <laughs> Does it keep my mother-in-law out? Oh. oh! No, she's a saint. She's a saint. She's a saint. Like we love her. I love we her. Love I love you, Mary. I love you. I love you, Mary, and you're all Mary. Let's be clear. <laughs> you're all, every one of you is Mary. Um, Crank it up to 50. The Peloton person. So old Holmesy's sweating. This is important. Okay. I try to do. Did you know 30 minutes of cardio is as effective as Prozac? I'm, I'm screaming this is from the Is rooftop. that real? I just had my brain scan, and the doctor was like, if you elevate your heart rate for 30 minutes, it's the same as me putting you on Prozac. What if I plummet it down below? What does that do when I get if it If you don't low? move at all? Uh-huh. That's the same as being on Vicodin. <laughs> uh so, Old Sandy loves Vicodin. Eating a bag of Jacks. <laughs> that's Vicodin. So you got to juice up your mind for 30 minutes a day. Yes. Because so you're I, juicing up the bod. I get, I got, it's, it's a good anti-depree. So I get on it for anti-depree. Got it. Uh, and the teacher, who is a video, this is your parasocial relationship thing. Mm-hmm. I know she's not really there. So when she goes, let's crank it up to 40, I just go, no. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm already sweating. I'm getting a workout. 
why why would I listen to a it would it would be like listening to a YouTube video. Oh, see, I'm such an idiot. I would do it. You would? Oh my god, I'm cranking. I'm afraid she's going to know I didn't do it. You are going to be ranked lower see? at the end of it. And I'm just going to go Well, that then see, I feel like See, this is why that, you fit. That's why you fit cuz you a Kringus. Well, also You're I have cr- a, I'm calling you a Kringus. I'm a Kringus. This is the clickbait. I'm Kringus. I call you a Kringus. <laughs> you storm out. Do me a favor. I could use the internet heat. Storm out, you fucking Did you call me a Kringus? I'm out of here. There it is. Put PeteHolmes.com on the screen with the tour dates. Um, I would listen to you it. You would listen to In it. Fact, and that's why I you're got, fit. Well, I got mad at the... Um, I got mad. I did Orange Theory. I'm not plugging... But I did Orange Theory. Um, is that a philosophy class you yeah. taught? <laughs> yeah, it's my philosophy class. <laughs> the Theory of Life by an Orangeman. No, it's like a it's like a social workout class, and you do you do rowing and biking and lifting and all the stuff, and they put your stuff up on the screen, and people aren't finishing the workouts. <gasps> so it's not your level of like heart rate and output and calories burned. They want to be first, so they want to be done first. But it'll be like, you know, thirty five uh, up downs and then fifteen seconds sprint and then. The, but people aren't doing thirty five up downs, or they're not doing a row for two minutes. They're doing a row for half a minute. Why wouldn't it? Because they want to be quit. done before everybody else. Oh, it doesn't because t- it doesn't tell. It'll it can't clock like how many push ups or sit ups that you do. It's only clocking your heart rate and calories burned. But uh, they want to be moved up in the timing of like how quickly they're moving on to the next station. So they say they're done. Yep. And Bullshit. it bothered me so much. And yeah. So I never went back again because I was like, I'm doing every single one, and I was more fit than almost everyone in the class. Well, and they were all. Way ahead of me time wise, I was like, "That's impossible." Because they figured out how to cheat. Yeah, they were cheating the system, and then it worked. And then they, then they just, they felt better but about see, being in first because they couldn't physically be in first. Huh? To me, I, once I'm sweating, I just want to stay sweating and stay efforting. Is that a word? No, hmm? but you're efforting. Mummy. So here you mummy, are, efforting mummy, out. Mummy. You're sweating. And Val is cheering and you on. And Val is there. She's cooking a pot roast. I'm like, honey, not now. <laughs> And I go, as long as I'm getting a workout, I'm fine. But some people would listen to the robot. I listen to the robot. I don't listen to the robot. Yeah, but that's why you're in Ojai. Yeah, that's right. And that's why I'm still in the madhouse of Los Angeles. The robot told to the me robot. to stay. <laughs> the robot has told me to stay right put. Even like the, when the watch is like, close your circles. I'm like, eat a shit dick. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking work for you. Sir, your shit dick? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a dick, man. It's actually horse shit. Is it really? It packs, it's mostly hay. Oh, it's better for it's you. It's not even gross. It's uh-uh. just fiber. <laughs> it worked for the horse. <laughs> it's not only fiber. It's fiber that you know worked. It worked. <laughs> it cleaned out that horse. You eat it. Shape of a dick. You shit it. Yeah. Human centipede? Cut to the mark? shit dick commercial, please. Nineteen ninety nine. Eat yourself a shit dick. Whiskey ginger. Whiskey, sixteen uh, percent off. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes say ten percent added to your bill. <laughs> so yeah, we got out. Do you and the lady think about getting out? And yeah. I really do want to know if you're going to quit stand up because this is that's a hot top. I don't think I'm gonna. I just think I want to walk for a while. I just want to get Take it a out break. of my just. Meanwhile, I'm I'm supposed to do New Year's Eve, but that's like a party show. New Year's you know Rockin' I mean? Eve. Yeah, New Year's Rockin' Eve. Me and Dick Clark. He's back. <laughs> he's back. They just have him propped up. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's stuff. Almost no effort. 
Almost no effort. I'm doing a New Year's show in Boston. I'm doing New Year's Eve just because I was like, that'll be fu- a fun. Yeah. It, those things are wild and stupid and fun. But but I was like, I don't want to do any dates for a while, like literal dates for a while. I also have nothing. I don't have anything. I dumped everything, and I vowed that I'm not going to do any of that stuff ever again. After the taping? I'm done. People are like, well, you can still do it before it comes out. And I'm literally done. I said to myself, mentally, don't it's do over. any of that stuff again. Well, I do think there's. you need to have some infinite potential. You need some spaciousness, is what Rob told me, too. You need some like wide open, like free-falling... Not not knowing what you're going to do, and then yeah. something exciting will enter your life. I also had a depressive week because I wanted this to be a part of this project, and I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Which one? It's a movie that's going to be back in the works, and I don't want to talk bad stuff about it. I'll tell you off camera, but it's a, there's something that happened, and I was like, man, I really... I wanted to be a part of this for seven years. Back in the works? It that went feels away. like a clue. Stop or my mama will shoot again? How do you know? I knew. It's twins. Twins 2? Twins 2. This time, they're identical. This time... Because <gasps> the face swap technology, they can put Arnie's face on Danny on DeVito. On Danny DeVito's body. Like, ah, I'm tiny. <laughs> Look at me. Look at my lats. They're small. Like, I would eat that. I would eat that in the twin now workout. Do What's that? Now do DeVito. This is DeVito. I'm little. Now do Arnie. As Arnie? <laughs> no. As Danny. But they're both Arnie. They're both Arnie. Yeah. Well, they're both his voice. But Danny DeVito, let me try impossible ha 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 hot wings what hot wings i'm sorry i'm sorry i slapped you danny devito i'm sorry now i'm doing will smith doing muhammad ali yeah i'm the greatest ha 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 ha. i'm the millennium (laughs) this is is his nightmare this is the wild west people don't know me only as wild wild west and the album millennium that's the only one he did no (laughs) big willie style fine y'all in it Parents just don't understand. They don't understand. And Mike Tyson, I fought Mike Tyson. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. One punch is all it took. He hit me in my ribs and my inside shook. How could I say this by being discreet? Let's just say my bowels released. <laughs> he was a clean, he was a clean, classy. Will we ever have another clean um, rapper, rapper again? It's a good question. These things swing. You're talking about the of the... I sometimes wonder, are we heading towards a regression? Not a regression like it's bad backwards. I mean, like, are people going to be like, let's just keep it simple. I just want a good time rapper. Well, they find it in other places, right? Like, bo- like boy bands are back. BTS is like and the K- biggest band K-pop. in the world. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. They're the biggest oh. in the world. Yeah. And they are a, just give me something light to chew on. That's what I'm saying. When comedy was like this, where it was like, let me tell you, I had a glass of water. Really, I should say the glass of water had me, right? <laughs> the people in the audience, one woman's ear was like falling off. A guy had his last nickel. He decides to eat it. He's like just washing it down with his last sip of seltzer. Everybody had ties that were too short, right. pants that were made out of hay. <laughs> what I'm saying is times were rough. Like yeah. times being rough isn't new. Right. And the rougher things get the more you want someone that's just gonna like deny reality and be like streaks on the china never met him before like we're gonna see a lot of this with the hat like that like, because we don't want to go I, a lot of us don't want to go out and have people be like you see the doomsday clock it's at eleven fifty nine. we don't like shut up yeah just sing don't... the theme song to mr belvedere <laughs> Streaks on the china, never met him. 
Yeah. People just don't want to feel like it's over, even though it is. Is it? Oh, yeah. You think? I think it's coming to a close. Then why are you sweating anything? I have a bit of. Because I'm. I think I need to go out with anxiety. You want to keep riding it? Because I feel like like if a plane is crashing, I've Keep watching before. the movie? What's the last two words <laughs> that you say? Thank Plane's you. crashing. You're in it. Thank you. Thank you. See? There you go. And I say, knew it. <laughs> knew it! As knew it! Because all my anxiety will have, it will have come to fruition. Right, pitch? Huh? Called it! Called it! <laughs> we cut to the exterior of the plane as it goes into a mountain. Called, Called it! It's faint, it's faint. Call Brought to you it. by Orange Theory. These people aren't doing the crunchip. <laughs> I actually... I need to start letting it go, but I feel like my plate is so full, it's stupid. I'm putting too much on it for well, no that's, reason. Well, that's the Ojai of it, is like, when, yeah. Sandman, yeah, yeah. when? I don't know. Like, when a little less, when a little more grass and clouds and stars not just ohi but like your ohi your thing um i guess i wanted it to be soon but la is um a fickle mistress it's just gross it does this thing to you what it's so gross it's like uh you know what los angeles as a city is a is the is a casino it it adopts the exact same ideology as casinos sure where they're like come on look at all the Look at all this money and shiny stuff. And you get here and you're like, hey, I'd like to play. And they're like, come on. And you play and you're like, oh, my God. Seinfeld's like, come on. Come on. You got to play. You got to play. Roulette. Roulette. It spins black, red, Put black, it red. red. Black, go back green. Black, don't back green. <laughs> green never goes, baby. So I play it. You play it. And then as soon as you win, even a little bit, even a minuscule amount, you win and you're like, I'd like to go home with some of my winnings. And the casino's like, the fuck you will. We're going to comp your You're going to sit yeah. here yeah. in a free room yeah. and get more shit. And you're like, I've got more shit. But you're losing as you're winning. And you're like, God, I feel like I'm losing all this stuff. And they're like, come on, you're in fucking Vegas, baby. Is you're seeing carrots and sticks. I'm going to tell you something. That's I, how it feels. I did Montreal. And I'm not even putting down Montreal. See, I'm even afraid to say this. Yeah. But I'm going to say it. You did, did Montreal, Montreal like the 10th time. It's like the 10th time I've been to Montreal. This past time you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. It was fine. It was fun and fine. And I was grateful. Thank you. Thank you, okay? And you know, and then Bruce finally just turns off the podcast yeah. now. He's like, mm-hmm. Blacklisted. <laughs> um, but then I, I remember, I won't say who it was, but I remember somebody was hosting a gala. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bet you, Sandman, <laughs> that they said, I don't want to go to Montreal. I'm done with it. Because uh-huh. they've probably been 20 times. Yeah. And then they said, they're offering you a gala. Meaning, that's what they do. Yeah. You do it 10, 15 times. You have your moment of clarity where you're like, this is a casino. I keep trying to go home with my money. And you go, you know what? I'm going home with my money. And not just money, but like I'm going home with, with the whatever experience. I, yeah, whatever I need, I got something. Like I don't me. mean cash. I just mean all of it. Right. The livelihood and the experience. And you did it. You punched your ticket. You rang the bell. I think that's enough. Maybe mm-hmm. I should just go sit by a fucking river. <laughs> and they go... I s- shrill burr, by the way. Shrill burr. This oh, fire is so fucking hot. <laughs> Peaking. I swear, and I could be wrong, but that's when they go, my manager would go, they're offering you a gala, and then you have to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you don't but I'm have actually, to no, go. No, no, no. I'm saying you don't have to go, but I'm saying that's, and I'm not even saying that's how they get you, but I'm agreeing with your point that there's a certain, 
you, this is what they mean by selling your soul. You come, you ring a bunch of bells, you punch a bunch of tickets, a lot of your trains come in, mm -hmm. and you go like, and now you hear about like Jeff Daniels lives in like fucking Montana. You hear about, there's, there's types that yeah. like sort of get out. And you're like, maybe I'll do that. And I know exactly what you mean. Then they go like, but will, but do they have a Nobu? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but do they have the Hollywood Bowl? They, they'll literally give you tickets. You're feeling a little sad. Guess who's coming to Hollywood Bowl? Ben see? Gibbard. Oh, yes. I, I just said I don't want to see him. Did I say Ben Gibbard? I said Soundgarden. <laughs> Didn't he die? Okay. <laughs> but that's the thing is they keep no. tricking you with whatever they think is going to get is, you back. This is, buddy. Okay, so I, I, I want That's why you moved. Yeah. You got away from the casino. That's it. I think so. And I want I, I wanted to write a book about how every everything has like a secret deep meaning to it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is it actually I, I saw it most recently in Red Dead Redemption Two. But it's a it's a trope. A video game? The video game. Okay. The game the T V game. Yeah. The, the TV handheld control game. The monitor game? game? <laughs> the, mon the monitor no keyboard game. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Unless you play it on a PC. And then better frame rate, too. yeah. Do better frame rate, <laughs> better frame rate. Yeah, my graphics card is incredible. It's a dedicated gaming PC. <laughs> this is my dedicated pornography PC. <laughs> this is my dedicated word processing PC. Okay, in Red Dead Two, um, what's his name? Did he play it? No, really. I have. I you were too busy lifting weights. I don't play video games. I don't know why. You're fine. I'd like to. No, no. Stop it. Okay. It's another casino. Do you know what I do instead of playing video games? Jacket. I sit there sometimes and just think about it, playing video games. <laughs> I'll just sit there for hours going, God, I should be playing video games. It's, you know, you're kidding, but you know what I do now that I have a baby? Huh. Instead of playing video games? YouTubes of other people playing video games. That's so... The people love watching that. I love it. Esports. I don't, I, I don't watch necessarily just live footage of people playing, but I'll, just, I'll watch like, what's that game like? And they just kind of show you it, and I'm like... That was my game for today. <laughs> so sad. It's actually not sad. I'm fucking 43. It's not just my age. I've found other things to fill my life. You're busy. Not just busy. I'm fulfilled. I don't need... And I've also been to therapy. I used to play video games and like go ahead and shoot a bunch of headshots. And it was like, yeah, you haven't resolved your shit with your dad. <laughs> so you're in Assassin's Creed in a garden in some kingdom backstabbing every, everybody. You don't... It's not even part of the mission. Because you're like, fuck you, dad. I am a man. Like... I put that to bed. I don't need to play that simulation anymore. Yeah. The more you heal, the less entertainment there is. That's good. You can just sit and be like, I guess I'm a man. <laughs> Here's my point. I think his name is Duke or Dwight or it doesn't matter. Duke? People are yelling at their radios right now. Unrelated. They're listening to this podcast and the radio. And the radio. The Simultaneously. Time. It's so inefficient. It's a simulcast. It's what a simulcast, simulcast. is. But the, the leader of the gang is always saying, one more job and then we retire. You know, that this is a trope in cowboy movies. Yeah. Any villain. It's the last this train is the last we're going to rob. We're all, it, the movie The Town. We're going to rob Fenway Park and then we retire. Because that's how the ego works. I'm not trying to get all... Pete Holmes is spiritual about this. You do every time. I know I do. Not every time. Katie's been in every episode. She knows sometimes the guest homie don't play that anyway. <laughs> but that's what our ego does. We love those stories because we have a voice in our head that goes like, don't worry, baby. After Denver, we can finally 
put our feet up. But the fucking thing is, by the time you accrue enough wealth or means or access to get that life, all the work you did to get there has made you addicted to the work. You don't know who you are without it. So, yeah. of course, the rest of your life, you'll be 75 going like, one more big job. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> At least be honest. Be like, I'm going to do this till I fucking die. <laughs> that would be more honest. Yeah, I mean, but, but we I lie might, to ourselves. But I might not do it till I die. But that, look, I'm not saying I figured it out. I am saying we did make a break, and I know other people that have made a break, and it's made a difference. And I, I think it's... I still can come in and do sets. I can still come in and do this. Yeah, of course. But it also, but um, whenever, whenever I say, where am I going? And then I think, well, I don't know where I want to, I don't know where I want to even go. Like, Ojai is a thing you chose. Yeah. I don't choose Ojai. I don't not, I don't not, I just don't know. If someone's like, throw a dart, where do you want to go? I can't tell you. Buddy, I think, look, we're in a similar place. Home. Home. I'd love to go home. Where's home? Chicago. Go to Chicago. I'm not going there. <laughs> I can't go there. But that's the thing is I would love to go there, but I'm not fucking going there. That's crazy. This I don't know why. There will be blood. Yeah. If I saw that house, I think I would be sick to my stomach. <laughs> Meaning you can't go home. I know. Because by the time you do all the things that you did to get away from home, it changes who you are and you can't go home. Can't go home. Can't go home. So let's pick a new place for me. But, but what we're talking about at the beginning of this conversation and what we're talking about right now is not just where should we live. It's what do we want, where are we going, and, and what is the feeling underneath it? So you're talking about how the world might be over and, and a plane's crashing into a mountain and you're like, knew it. You knew it, yeah. That might be a debilitating belief because there's like a despondency that's l- latching onto you that goes like, who cares? I should just grind this out because it's all <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> of course I'm stressed out and Denver fucking sucked. I'm reading between the lines. Your new special sucks. It does. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like That's what Val was good for for me. Yeah. I, I say to Val all the time, we walk around our place and I'm like, if it weren't for you, I'd still be living in a cop's apartment in Hollywood. Don't Just you, like, don't you miss that cop's apartment? Though? <laughs> well, he still lives there. So much there. evidence everywhere, all the time. You can take this home. Little you can take whatever you want. They don't know how much coke was in that bag. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My nose knows, and it's about fifty percent. <laughs> um, but you know, peering out our blinds, waiting till our set time. I, I get it. There's a romance to it, but at a certain point. So let's 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 figure it out. What is what what do you want to do? What does your wife want to do? That's a good clue. Um, I, no, I think we're, I think we both are on the same plane that we do want to, we do want to, uh, depart a little bit, but we just don't know where to go. We've kind of kicked around a million different ideas. Yeah. We jokingly even said, go to New York. I was like, am I, I going to really go to New York? To mix it up. Just cause I do love New York and why not? I don't know. What's the difference? I've seen the t-shirt. No, well, I made those. Those were mine. Those were your. No, if you I look love New closely, York. it says Andrew, Andrew Santino. Santino. Whiskey ginger code uh, whiskey for 10% off. I love New York. I heart New York t-shirts. To add 10% to your Metro card. But you <laughs> do love, that was you. How many times have you swiped a Metro card and it gets it doesn't go and then you hit your hip on the turnstile and you look like such a dummy and That's called the New dummy. York bruise. Ugh, what an idiot. I've done You that live so in New York? Time. Show me your hip bruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's got a perfect line. You could see it. I almost want to push it and go on the two train. Uh, that's Maybe. His... I don't know where I want to go. I do know that. Um... 
Well, do you get energized by? Do you like the feeling of being surrounded? Or do I think you... I think the real reason I'm having all this, all these feelings post um, post shooting the special is because all the build up to it, and then also being in the thick. I got no time off before we started shooting the third, third season of Dave. We're in it now. Yeah, and it feels overwhelming. Yeah, you're burnt out. Oh, that's it's all. It's just that. I mean, I'll feel remarkably different when this is done. I just know me when it's done. I'm just like, oh, I feel great again. Yeah. But fourteen-hour days, it just gets to you, and then mentally, you know, you just get, you you, you don't understand mental exhaustion the way you understand physical exhaustion as a human. Physical yep. exhaustion, I get, but mental exhaustion, you kind of don't register at all until your brain's like, and it starts to break. That's right. And then you're like, oh if my god! If you can't lift something, you go, I need to rest. I'm tired. But if your brain is like not giving you the answer or the directions Doesn't or register. helping you read, you're just like, come on. you're absolutely right because it's a different kind of fatigue it's the same thing with illness when you have the flu yeah i got the flu i gotta stay home but if you're like mentally broken it's hard to recognize you can't take a thermometer to it and here's what's even more deep and and kind of scary even when someone tells you that they recognize patterns that you're having a mental um thing you still kind of deny it because yeah. you're like you're in you're you're doing that you're what? doing that I didn't I don't do that you're saying I'm being this way and then until you actually have a point of self reflection when something happens a moment of clarity then you go oh do I always do that this is what's helpful with a partner too I don't mean to yeah. say not everybody needs to have a partner okay some people look at flying solo some people love to fly no but it is they really balance you out it's really not, Val said to, here's here's my impression of Val. Uh, you be me, you come home from a set, right. you go, it just sort of stunk, I don't think I want to do stand-up All anymore. All right, I'm Pete Holmes, ready? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay, very good, very good. Hey, Val, I just got home from a set and it was a stinker. <laughs> and Val just comes in on angel wings and she's like, listen, Pete, soft and sweet. All right, I'm Pete, ready? I <laughs> a stinker. I just that set was terrible. I hated every second of it. I don't want to do stand-up. I don't want to do stand-up anymore. You're gonna have a great set tomorrow and you're gonna come home and be like, stand-up's the greatest thing. I'm never gonna stop doing it. You're right. Let's eat dinner. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I know. That's it. It is. And I need that. You're talking about like, here's what we want. When a doctor says you're doing this or a therapist says you're doing this, we do resist it. But if you have a partner who's watching you all the time and is with you all the time and mm-hmm. goes like, have you noticed you're a pretty black and white? Yeah. Either stand-up's the best thing in the world or it's the worst thing in the world. You go like, fuck, I can't say you're an incredible witness because you're, you're always here. You're seeing all of it. You're seeing all. But how often is it black and white? Or is it mostly, I love it, I love it, I love it, and then only sometimes is, ah, I can't stand it. Look, I... I what has it been for you? The last Pete Friends show that you did. Oh, Largo, I love. You tear the roof down. Everyone Largo, has a good time. Everyone's funny. Val and I, I told you, on the drive down, we were talking about this, and we're like, maybe I should mix it up. I don't know what that means. I don't know how stand-up fits into that, but maybe we just got to shake it up somehow. Not just mod- modify and change the levels, but really redefine and think of something creatively exciting for me. Could be a TV show. Could be something That's I haven't what done I'm before. Thinking. I want to do something different. I hear you. And she was like, okay, let's say, just as a thought experiment, you stop doing stand-up. Uh, <laughs> fucking Neil Brennan comes and goes, I didn't realize you had started. Neil. <laughs> Sorry, somebody dropped a vegan cracker back here. 
<laughs> I'm going to be full for weeks. Why shit on one of my dear friends for being... <laughs> but it's so true. For being thin? It's so thin. He's very thin. That's where the Crossroads restaurant reference comes from. Is that you're about to die. We'll see you at the Crossroads, man. You show up, eat, eat a little bit more vegan food, and you're barely making it out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Vegans? And I really feel like that's only for me. It's for you. It's my favorite restaurant. And way. I'm sorry. I don't mean you. I'm not making fun of vegans because I know I'm going to get a lot of vegan hate online. You're going to get a lot of hemp stationery coming to Whiskey Ginger. Can you imagine all the vegans 202. trying to conjure up all that energy to yell at me, but they just don't? <laughs> you know I'm mostly vegan, right? I know. Okay. I'm teasing well, you. That's just, just, you know but I did, I did have eggs this morning because I'll tell you something. When you go to Ojai and you know the chicken that laid them, you don't feel as bad about eating them. See, that's interesting. Right? I just don't want to eat those eggs where it's 300,000 chickens <laughs> in a box <laughs> on top like, of each other. <laughs> and they're all cross-eyed. <laughs> just farting out eggs all day long. Please make me a meat one. But when you say. have a normal one. But when a normal one just happening, it does it right on your plate. It goes, <laughs> I think that's true. The, the, eat up. The way to eat meats is if you know them. Know them. If you know them. Know them. Know him. Also, I, I I saw a pig, a pet pig. A friend has a pet. A friend had a pet pig, and I just I, it changed everything. It made me shift my thoughts of bacon, buddy. Because I was like, pigs are neat. Oh yeah. And this is mean, but cows. <laughs> I've never seen a cow where I was like, oh, I shouldn't eat meat. Every time I see a cow, I'm like, we got to get rid of these fucking things Did as I fast do this as possible. <laughs> Did I do this bit at Largo? I don't know. I was like, there's pigs. Oh, the hooves. Hooves. Yeah, hooves. Why yes. Do we eat pigs I, I texted we don't you. Eat dogs? Yes. That's my favorite. We don't eat dogs because they don't have hooves. That's because the difference. The evil paws feet. and hooves. Paws, paws and, and hooves. hooves. Picture a pig with paws. No way. Cute. <laughs> and especially by the way that like little little tiny paws, the way they click. I say I think I say about cows, it's too much like us. Like if, if you go <laughs> it, it's us if we bent it's down. Us. It's yeah. us. It's us if we just went on all fours. I think there's a Chinese thing where they're like, if it has one leg, eat it as much as you want, meaning a plant. If it has two legs, eat it. You know, moderate. Yeah. If it has three legs, what is it? You're on. <laughs> what is it? Let's, well, definitely. This is an ancient Chinese, Chinese text. Yeah. If it has three legs, what, what is, is it? it? There, was, there was a bit. Please write below. If it has three legs, please indicate what it is. And if it has four legs, eat it. Rarely. Rarely. What if it has five legs? I actually think if it has no legs, fishy fish. It's interesting. The more legs you have, a spider. That's a cholesterol nightmare. Well, I just, yeah, I was just gonna say that's worse than a couple. That's worse than egg yolk spiders. Those things are just. Do you know the egg yolk spider? When you bite into it, just oh, little yellow God. thing. It's Nobody disgusting. Nobody wanted that. <laughs> Nobody wanted that. I'm editing that out. Get it out. From get it my out. My mind. And Katie gets it out. No, Katie won't get it out. Katie, is this annoying to sit and listen to all this bullshit? Katie I mean, hates it. what if? Oh my God, Katie, what if you're over there going like, I need to mix it up. Yeah, she does. I She's like, I got to Not just reinvent. I need to like infinite potential blue sky. And then Where Katie's... would you move, Katie, if you could move? Probably Monterey. Monterey. Oh, my God. How beautiful. Monterey? Isn't that what killed Steve Irwin? Oh, boy. <laughs> you can edit my joke out? <laughs> You're going to edit out my joke? My joke. Oh. Monterey, Monterey is beautiful. I could see that. I is could it see California, IA? Yeah. Northern. It's a... Anything up How that? How far? It's, between, it's, like, it's like by okay. Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's so pretty, man. There you go. Half Moon Bay. The, 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 it's a lot of elderly. 
The it is really. I love the elderly. The elderly. I love them. They no, no, they're me. good to me. I did the San Francisco comedy competition, and we did one show at the Half Moon. But you know who won it was uh, Brett Weinbach before we ever really like officially met. But I, he was like a beloved figure in San Francisco, and I went up there, way out of my league, too young in the game, didn't know what I was doing, and I watched him perform. Oh, forget it. And I was like, I get it. I absolutely get where he is and why he is. And we were all, I mean, he was relatively new as well, but I don't know if he's from San Francisco or he's from the Bay Area, right? Am I wrong? He feels like he's from another planet. He's well, like a comedy, that's the beauty. A comedy but I, planet. But he, but I, no, I think, so, I think he's I, Bay That was Area. actually a compliment, not, yeah. not a, what a weirdo. He's so good, he'll give you imposter syndrome. Well, I have that in spades, but uh, that... Uh, David Spades? Yeah, Kate. Oh. I have sarcasm in David Spades, okay? <laughs> I mean, is it ready to go? Don't let me say anything about Which David Spade. Which of the classic monsters bitch, is David Spade, the most punk ass frightening bitch. to you? I'd probably say... He was listening. I'd probably say... Do you need a help? Yeah. Werewolf? No. Frankenstein's monster? No. Vampire? Not really. Creature from the Black Lagoon? Now we're getting warmer. Water. Yeah, water is yucky, weirdos. Because you're in like a swamp. That's already gross. Yeah, I swampy stuff. You're always about to have sex. These people are always about to like bone in a swamp. Well, swamps are hot. Swamps are hot. Something about taking your old lady down to the swamp for a little poke and choke. I like a (laughs) body. I like a body of water that can fart. (laughs) Swamps are always like. (laughs) I do like. I think that might be the scariest or the creepiest. Anything water related. Also, if it these comes, gills. nobody likes it. Good choice. I mean, it's very cool. The way that they've constructed those creatures do make me afraid of them. Yeah. They look And it's the classic. Ominous. Like 1950s creature from the Black Lagoon. Still as scary now as it was then. Yeah, but werewolves, nah. Well, werewolf, I think, is... Because I know it's a guy under there. But werewolf is the fear that deep down you are an animal. Right. That, that's the... the creature of the Black Lagoon is he's a... He's just, I'm here to eat your Well, he's an experiment balls. gone wrong. You know that's just when yeah. when Halliburton is dumping chemicals into a pond. Yeah. That's what comes from that's it. That's right. So that that's... You know that's like, wow, that's actually... They constructed I'm that. I'm say something weird. Give it. I find Nessie to be off, off-putting. Really? Yeah. Here, here's what I'm going to say to you, okay? <laughs> I'm going to put you in a Tylenol capsule. Yeah, I'm looking but at it. It's, big, it's as now. big as you. Thum. <laughs> Thum. And, it's and you can you can breathe in it though. And now I'm going to drop it. It's also weighted on the bottom, like a like a, one of those inflatable things you box. <laughs> so oh, okay. you can't knock it over. Uh-huh. So I'm going to drop you into the Loch Ness. But here's the twist. Got it. Nessie's real. And you're just going to wait in the murky darkness for like... Not scared. Not scared. First of all, a water dinosaur, I bet you... <laughs> not, not... Not scared. scared? I bet you a water dinosaur... You're not is, picturing it big enough. She's a water dinosaur. And first of all, she's a female. Okay. So, so, she, so you think you can charm her? Well, she feels my fear. And she immediately starts to go... She emotionally is more You think connected. she's going to be one of these? Tell me another creature that I like that that's, a, that's inherently a female. Mothra? No. <laughs> Werewolf guy. Yeah. Bigfoot guy. Creature from the Black Ragoon. Guy. Guy. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Guy. Made a guy. So the only one is Ness, because old Nessie is a sensitive... This is the misconception that people have that she's this evil lake-dwelling creature. She's just a sweet leftover from an era from millions of years ago, 
and she just wants to live and chill out and roam. That's her Ojai. Yeah, that's her fucking Ojai. That lake is her Ojai. <laughs> and, and a bunch and of nerds keep going. <laughs> just leave her alone. Leave her alone. She got out. Mm. But the other ones have real issues. Yeah, the other ones want to kill you. Yes, she doesn't want to kill it. She's never had one instance Confirmed where someone's kill. like, they, she wrapped the boat and broke it in half. It didn't okay, happen. Okay, what about this? Yeah. Giant squid. I'm going to say where you are now. You're not in a Tylenol. You're on a seafaring vessel. You're on like an old, old wooden ship. Scared out of my fucking mind. Yeah. Too many hands. So many hands. It just, I, it just can do so many things. Yeah. It's, you think it's doing this, but really it's, it's coming over behind you here. to be like. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want that. I also don't. The I don't love the idea. Is... It can lift you up and look at you while it's about to kill you. Yeah, yeah. As you go towards that tiny. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. that. That yucks me out. An octopus is the animal embodiment of when people come up to you and they tap your <laughs> Yeah, it's so stupid. They're that. It is. They're that. So, so but but I've found a common theme. I'm being serious. Yeah. These are all man-related, creepy Water ones. As long as it's not Nessie, you're afraid. Nessie's the only one that I think gives me actual comfort. If I was lost in a big, big lake. Yes. And Nessie came up, I would try to imitate her to let her know I come in peace. Yes. Like, kind of like they did in Arrival. You know? Oh, yeah. And whatever makes her... How much respect would you lose for me if I didn't understand the end of Arrival? I did. <laughs> I'm being real. It's really important if that you If you were know. lost on it, yeah. But if I was like, if you and I saw it together and I was just like... I, what? <laughs> I don't understand. I'd be like, Pete, can I see your phone? And I go to my number and then I just delete my number and hand it back to you and walk away. Honestly, here's another question. What's oh, wait, po- hold on. Before we mm. go forward, I have a friend that, I have a friend that, <laughs> touchdown, I have a friend that walked out. You guys saw everything everywhere all at once. Yes. I have a friend that walked out of that movie. That's, that's. And, and I was in shock and it changed my ideas yeah. of him because I was like, what didn't you like? He's a really like keen guy. And I was like, what is, and he's like, I think it was overkill. And then I started to think, was I just sold on it so much that I didn't notice that it was overkill? Sandman, I'm an agreeable mup, right? But (laughs) I saw that movie. You hated it? No. You loved it? No. You were okay with it? Yeah. And if Val had said, let's go, you know the part I'm talking about. Yeah. When she's walking yeah, past yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone, yeah, yeah. she's Yeah, don't give it away. It. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and around the time when they're like the... When they're smoking pot? Yeah. <laughs> no, but the let's just say the I round know. thing. Yes, 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 yes. Um, if she... Because it's an overwhelming movie it's by heavy. design. It's heavy. And if Val was like, you know what? This is too much. I would have happily gone to Cheesecake Factory. That's a yard house next door. No, it's no longer cheesecake where you're talking about. But yeah, it's a yard what, house. The Americana? Now. Well, come on, man. It's 32 ounce beers. What are you going to do? What are you going to knock at the yard? I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs> the, al- the alcoholic who's so charming. What are you going to knock at the 68 ounce beer? Come on. It's three feet of booze. You need it. I, I'll be back with those poppers. Can I say this as someone who stopped drinking? Everyone who thinks uh, no one knows I've been drinking. Yes, we do. Yeah, of course. What? Yeah. Yeah, but I used to be one of those people that was like, it's my slippery little secret. And it's like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Like everyone, as soon as you're like, I won't say who it was, but there was somebody uh, who was drunk near me recently and was like, do you know this account dad jokes? And I was like, you're drunk. Like it was immediately clear. No. <laughs> oh boy. The way you recoil when somebody says, no. What? 
Like you have to back up to think about it, and your brain needs more air time. <laughs> you put a match in front of them. What? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Weed is also hard to get away with. No, actually, I, I, I am. You're going to say disagree. I just. You're going to throw down the draw four. Are we playing Uno because right now? Honestly. <laughs> I've been around some good friends, and I don't know that they're stoned anymore. And maybe yeah. I've lost my spidey senses. Well, that's because I actually, quit smoking pot. I also quit brain scam, and they were like, "Stop smoking pot." And I barely. Wait, really? Pot. You had something wrong with the old noggin? I just wanted to see if I had ADD. By the way, this brain scam. Uh, I've been talking a lot about it. Eighty bucks. Use promo code. You made it weird. <laughs> no, it's actually my point. It's prohibitive. I love to say things are prohibitively expensive. It's just such a fun thing. To say. It's prohibitively. That's prohibitively expensive. It was like fifty five hundred dollars. Oh my god. Well, yeah, those machines got out of cost. pocket for sure. But like, what the fuck? Why do you have to be? Why do you have to have five thousand dollars just that you don't need if you want to know if you have ADD? This is some bullshit. Is there another way to find out if you have ADD? Yeah. It, did you walk out of everything everywhere all at once? You got ADD. <laughs> you might be a redneck with ADD. <laughs> if you can't follow this joke, you might be a redneck with ADD. It is true, though, that you being healthy has everything to do with how much you can afford to be healthy. I'm going to go back to our muscle talk. Yeah. If you can like pay someone to make you work out and go and get like clean, good food. Yeah, but it's a bell curve, isn't it? I found out that people that are making good money, they get in good shape and they eat very well and they live a good healthy life. And then when they get too much money, yes. they get remarkably out of shape and ugly and gross and sad and fat and miserable because they have too much. They have everything they've ever wanted. The richest people I know are some of the most out of shape, out of touch. Yep. Because they out have time. they have everything. They have all the things. They don't need it. They don't want it. They're miserable. Another premise coming at you. Give it, give it, give it. Uh, I was talking about a fancy friend and I was like having dinner with them and I knew that they had had dinner the previous night with like <laughs> Elon Musk that's yeah it might as well be Elon Musk and you're like how do you compete with someone <laughs> who the previous you're where Elon was now I am just going like and Val says she wants bunnies like <laughs> it's bullshit I had the same feeling I had lunch with Dane Cook pennies dropped that's what British people say for uh, name, name dropping. dropping yeah oh you knew yeah. Spread them. <laughs> slut. You're a fucking little slut. I know it, you whore bag. That's why you wanted me to come back to this dungeon. As soon as Katie leaves, I'm fucked. Pennies drop. Pennies drop. Wait, you and Dane had lunch or dinner? Dane and I had a lunch. Okay, let it me might have been breakfast, actually. Let me guess. Yeah. Where we went? Sweet corn grill. I don't remember where it was. It was a good guess, though, isn't it? It's a that, good guess. It seems you know like a middle wants ground. To go? Jones on third or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's no, not for me. That's probably my second guess. A Chinese every, chicken salad? Every time I've gone, is it called Jones? Yeah, Jones on Third, J O A. Every time I've been to Jones on Third, I'm like, this is, sorry, Jones on Third.com slash weird for 10% off your bill. <laughs> uh, it's weird to shit on a sponsor like this, but every time I've been there, I'm like, why is Larry David here? I'll, t- <laughs> you know I'll, what I mean? I'll tell you exactly tell why. why. Tell me why. Places like this have captivated a, a, there is a subculture in, re- in restaurant. They're in restaurant culture of Los Angeles, where once you've kind of made it through the time, you've lasted long enough. If you've lasted long enough in this town, there's a subculture where it's cool to go because it's kind of because LA has no history other to than go to the history other than place. real LA. Yeah, but Hollywood has no history in terms of like 
you know, every fucking four days, there's a new restaurant, a new bar, a new thing. Yeah. Right? So because of that, if you've lasted just long enough, people are like, it's cool to go to that because I used to go to that seven years ago. When I first came here. 100%. Like Cantor's. To- exactly. It, it, the food is not good. You know what's weird about Cantor's? Not one Jewish singer. Really? <laughs> Isn't that what a Cantor is? <laughs> no, Even yeah. Katie didn't yeah. get it and she's chosen. I got it. I think it's true. Do not disturb on. Are you Jewish? Still getting the calls. I knew. I. You know why I knew? Because you. Because I yes. trusted you. <laughs> you. You made the most like. <laughs> you think it's going to be anti-Semitic? You flip it on their head. <laughs> you know. I you know knew. how I know you're Jewish? Because I enjoyed your company. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to go. Hi, Andrew Santino. <laughs> like that's how it goes. You know. I know you're a bunch of Jews. That's reverse Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. the best looking sons of bitches I've ever seen. Hi, Andrew I'm Santino. Rodney Safety Field. <laughs> you know why I know you're a fucking Jew? Because you're pleasant. Rodney Safe- Safety Field. <laughs> I tell you, I get just enough respect. Not more than others, not less than some. I'm feeling pretty good about my prospects. Oh, look at that hat. Looks good on you. Genuinely great outfit. <laughs> <laughs> nice shirt. Clearly, it does come in your size. <laughs> Rodney Safety Field. <laughs> Such a good fun bit, Rodney. Say, this is what's good about when you and I get together. When kiddo. you and I, we can only do these bits on a podcast. You can't do that live because you'd be so embarrassed. That hey, we did it. <laughs> here's my impression of <laughs> Rodney here's Safety me, Field. Uh, the comedy star. <clears throat> um, what if there was a guy named Rodney S- <sighs> Safety Field? Bring out Anthony Jesselnick. You are correct. <laughs> Do you want to hear my Anthony Jesselman joke? <laughs> yeah. I tell it any chance I get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm like, is it going to get me canceled? It is. It is. We'll blank it out. Katie can edit it. Yeah. We'll all vote. Is this cancelable? <laughs> okay. Uh, goes, Two blacks right away. <laughs> no! What? I've told it on the pod before, and he won't do it, and he doesn't like it. I'm on. I'm on. I can't do them. I'm on the Santa Monica Pier, and they had a shirt. This is true. That was for sale. That said, "I didn't ask to be born Mexican. God just likes me more." I said, "I love it." Is it available in white? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That's a great joke. You think so? That's a very Jesselnik joke. That's what I thought. That couldn't be more him. It's the most Jess. It's the most Jesselnik joke that you've wrote. La, 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 la. That is really the most Jesselnik joke. It's so Jesselnik. I have a let beard me, and a leather try. jacket let right now. Was on the Santa Monica Pier. Very good. We were selling a shirt. Said. <laughs> Saw a shirt. Said. <laughs> I didn't ask to be Mexican. Born Mexican. I didn't ask to be born Mexican. God just likes me more. I said that's a great shirt. Does it come in white? That's that, that was very good. The white was very him. Does it him. come in white? Does it come in white? That is <laughs> that confirmed. That, that was he, a Jesselnik joke. He should be doing that joke. Why wouldn't he? That's a per, that's a great. It's he, a perfect, you told it to him and he was like, "I'm not doing." That. You know why he said he won't do it? Huh. I want to give you one guess. Because you wrote it. That's a. That's probably the <laughs> yeah, truth. Yeah, that's actually the real. That's truth. the real reason. He doesn't want. He, he said I would never say I love it, or that's a great shirt. Mm. And I think it it needs that. It needs like, that's great. But why doesn't he just go? 
well, you're, yes, he says he needs it because if he just goes straight from, hey, I read the shirt, it said I wasn't asked to be, I didn't, I didn't ask to be born in Mexican, God just loves me more. If he goes right to, hey, do you have this shirt in white? It oh, loses. Say, it loses something. You need it. The, no, it, it's a true. misdirect to go. I love it. Does it come in white? Right. You could go. So I go to the guy. Is it available in white? He's it's not, not a so same. I go to the guy guy. He's not a he, so I go to the guy guy. We need to be guy. one more bridge of like, uh, I saw this shirt. I said, da, 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 da. And, and if. And a seagull flew by. And <laughs> shit on it. And I said, that would look better in white. You know, like that. <laughs> wow, you really made that work. That would be it. Wow. He, he would need one more bridge to make it more Jesselneck. And then I would say it does look better in white. Is, is a bridge too far? Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it too... It's too... Uh, too Proud Boys. There is, <laughs> there is a... <laughs> yeah, if you put a dead baby in there somewhere, he would, he'd like it a little bit more. If yeah. there was like a baby on fire. I'm going to ask you a new... I saw this baby's penis on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me a what? I'm going to ask you a new... I asked this to Val recently. Yeah. And then we had a great chat. Oh, I love... She's the best. By the way, you'll see her on the way out. What a fucking cool chick! What a gem! What a gem! What a like a babe, a a, a, a cool chick, a smarty pants, and it's funny. By, by smarty pants, not not as in a smart Alec. Yeah, I don't like that those two things get mixed up. Me neither. Smarty pants means she's just smart. Look at her in those smart pants walking around because she's intelligent. Smart Alec because Alec is an asshole. Every Alec. Name one that's not an asshole. Sulkin. Trebek. Shit. <laughs> We just disproved ourselves. Fuck, it stinks. Fuck. I asked her this R.I.P. And she was like, that's got to be one of the new ones. Because I have the questions I ask every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, with Andrew Santino Returns. Okay. And I'm sorry I wasn't as good as I should have been today. What are you, fucking nuts? Oh, Katie knows. The way she looked at me. She threw one of those. I'm sick of this idiot. Can I tell you something? This is a Katie look. Ready? This is a Katie look. Say a bad joke, and I'll give you a Katie look. Ready? Okay. What if I just did your act? Oh, my God. Do it. I'm trying to get my wife pregnant, but uh, you can't just pump it once. You got to pump it like a super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Katie does. It's a little laugh and then look away like, <laughs> oh, I don't okay, like these guys Katie. anymore. Katie. I can see right through Katie, dude. She. Katie. Katie did. Katie. Katie did. Is the consistent. That's with K. Yeah. Consistent quality. Not with a K. I was going to say, you let's slow down with K's. too many Ks. Yeah. Don't want too many Ks. Katie, Katie. <laughs> Just saying she's great. Welcome back to Katie, Katie, Katie. <laughs> My show. <laughs> Gertie, Gertie, Gertie. <laughs> Premiering January 6th <laughs> on Fox. But, but the font is too big, so it's just, <laughs> all you can see is case. Um, Tell me the question. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. Where are we at in time? 112. Oh, that's great. Love that group. Uh, well, we can't go to Mid Well, we went to Midrolls 12 minutes ago, so it doesn't matter. It, okay, it doesn't matter. Go well, ask matter. me the question. Here's the question. No, the Midrolls will just jump in at some Who random Who gives part. a shit? Who gives a There's shit? There's always a break point. There's always a break. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Blue Microphones. Do you love podcasts? Uh, sure you do. You're in listening to one right now. And maybe you've even been thinking about starting your own podcast, or maybe you want to, I don't know, record an album that sounds fantastic, or do voiceover for that cartoon uh, series you've been wanting to upload to YouTube. Does this sound familiar? Well, if it does, you got to get yourself a blue microphone, guys. Studio quality sound does not have to be a huge, huge price. 
you can make things sound amazing with Blue Microphones. They've got you covered. For the first years of this podcast, we've recorded many, many episodes on Blue's most famous mic, the Blue Yeti, which is a USB mic that you can just plug right into your computer and start to podcast. It makes things so easy, and it sounds great even if you're new to recording. It's the only USB mic I've found with different settings for solo, sitting across from another person, and omnidirectional for when you want to record every sound in the room, which is super, super cool. It's made by some of the same companies that make high-end studio mics that have been used on lots of big records, and Blue's been around for more than 20 years. Today, Blue is part of Logitech for Creators, and they even have a new XLR mic, which is what Val and I use for We Made It Weird. It's my favorite mic. It's the Sona mic. It's just been released. It's XLR, which means it's as good as it gets. It sounds incredible. And if you want that next step up from the Blue Yeti, it's so cool to get the Sona XLR mic. It's for podcasting. It's for voiceover. I use it for so many things. In fact, I just use it on my Zooms to be the person who sounds good. (laughs) It's fantastic. If you're trying to do something creative that involves voiceover, involves music, or is a podcast, you got to get yourself a Blue mic. That's what we've been doing for over a decade now. So go to bluemic.com. Dot com and use promo code WEIRD for a special deal on any Blue Microphone. That's bluemic.com. And show your support of this podcast. This episode is also brought to us by our friends at Trade Coffee. You know, for years, I didn't really drink coffee. I used to say, I don't drink coffee. I run on anxiety. Well, now I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of my morning. I literally go to bed at night going, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's coffee. And Trade Coffee is here to take your coffee game up to the next level. I don't know why so many people settle for blah coffee every day. With Trade Coffee, you can start your morning every day with something special. Let me tell you a little about Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country directly to your home or on, forgive, on your preferred schedule. Your trade experience can be as simple or sophisticated as you want. You can quickly select from curated collections by roast, flavor profile, brewing method, and more. Their team of experts do all the work, taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. It really is pretty effing cool. (laughs) Or if you want something curated just for you, then take a minute and complete Trades Coffee's Trades Coffee Questionnaire. You'll be expertly matched with your perfect coffee and a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. I love this service. I love the diversity, trying different coffees. I'm really shocked what a difference a different bean can make, a different grind or a different preparation can make. And I've been blown away with the quality and frankly, how these coffees make me feel and how good they taste takes the guesswork out of it, and makes my morning ritual that much more special. And Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. You've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee right now 
now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of 30 bucks off your first order plus free shipping. That's 30 bucks off and free shipping at drinktrade.com slash weird. That's drinktrade.com slash weird for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country and show your support of this show. Thanks to Trade Coffee. Back to the show. Tell me, what if you hate it? Tell me hmm. about a great I think I, I love it. Even if you hate it, I love it. Okay. Tell me about a, a great nap you took in your life. Oh, that's really good. Because it takes you just to that perfect afternoon where you slipped in one, you I weren't think expecting the, it. I think the best nap... Well, it's funny. I'm, t- I'm thinking of a recent nap. A recent nap is great. Glad you're napping. Well, I'm thinking about historic naps. Like, what was a great nap moment? But, you want to know mine? Yeah. Just to jog? Yeah. I mean, you're a fit guy. You're out there jogging. Please, can't stop. Please, can't stop. If only I could stop my mind from running so fast. Right? Rodney Safety Field? Yeah. I keep thinking of solutions for the environment. <laughs> I was in college. My roommate, Chuck, bought this love seat, little couch. And uh, I watched Bad Boys. Funny that Bad Boys one has come two. up twice. One. Yeah. I'm not into two. I know. I was watching Bad Boys one and some Skittles. Um, <laughs> and I fell asleep watching it. It was the first time in my life. I'm very sound sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm a real nap. I'm going to say it. I'm a nap bitch. Uh, I need like white noise. I need earplugs. Oh, I need like a heavy annoying. blanket. Yeah, I'm annoying. Yeah. You think I like being a nap bitch? No, no, no. I know. No. I need like pristine, but this was an unplanned daytime striped love seat, bad boys, loud dorm, unexpected. I just drifted off. Next thing I know, Tia Leone has already been rescued. The credits are rolling. Credit roll. Bad boys is playing. And I woke up and I felt fucking unexpected like i know i don't drink anymore but it's like getting drunk unexpectedly is always better and napping when you didn't you weren't a nap bee yeah and you didn't plan it and you just went like oh my god i think it's like seeing a ufo or something you're like it's happening it's real it's it's amazing and then you wake up and it's always ah it's making me excited it's making so, me like feel excited about life just to think that that sometimes happens. it's gonna happen i mine's a little toxic but like Britney? Oh, God. I'm a slave for you. Did she want to be out of the conservatorship? Um, <laughs> if you listen to these lyrics, I mean, sounds like. I'd like to be under your control, Daddy. Isn't that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle my, my own finances. finances. <laughs> I, I think uh, mine is toxic. I'm not going to lie. But mm. so what happens to me is if I run really hot. And the old lady says, you're running hot. It means I'm emotionally kind of wound up and anxious, and she can see my anxiety. This whole thing we talked about before about your partner balancing. Nice. I do that all the time. I crack my wrist. Um, That's nice. I will crash. Yeah. So Your be, body shuts it down. It's wild. To, it's, it's overwhelmed. But when, I, when, it, when it happens, it yeah. feels... That's not good, because it's not good for me, but it feels... I can't explain the feeling. It's like your nap thing. It's I'll good. Be, I'll be panicking, freaking out, da 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 da, and I'll sit on the couch, and I'll just kind of like take a couple of breaths, and I'm not kidding. It's like Apple the menu, just, sleep. The Laptop closed. It's iPhone, amazing. Locked. Um, within moments, I I'm out, and when I wake up, I think up, this is beautiful. You're overwhelmed in your body, and it with its down. own intelligence, circumvents 
your brain's intelligence, your it does a hard reboot and goes like, I don't like this. And they go, <sighs> and I do. I'll crash and I'll wake up 20, 30 minutes later and I'll feel, Kidney's and I, gone. I immediately say sorry. Sorry. I immediately, <laughs> I wake up with a sorry. I go, sorry, sorry, sorry. I immediately say sorry because I know that I was heavy before I crashed. Yes, yes, yes. And then I feel incredible. Fantastic. Oh my God. I have to go take like a long walk just to like. Enjoy it. Yeah, to soak it in. A victory lap. Oh, it feels so nice. Buddy. Okay. But it's bad physically for me. I know those aren't good. Those uh, physical crashes can't be good. I don't think it's the crash that's bad or the, the well, sleep that's what's bad. happening beforehand yeah. is bad. It's a coping mechanism. I think what you're saying, I could be wrong, is there must be a healthier, conscious way to deal with this. Yeah, your naps are uh, voluntary. Mine are, my crashes are involuntary. I, I think can't. those are comas. Yeah. You went into a 20-minute coma. Yeah. Or a fugue state. Dude. Yeah, Dude. Ken Fuchs. Ken Fuchs? A Fuchs state. There it is. <laughs> Um, Val, so Jay Larson was in Ojai, swung by. It's one of the great things. What's, you doing? what's Jay my, doing up there? It's too much acid. Um, that's my Jay Larson. Uh, he was just swinging by. We had uh, Brecky, and he was telling me that, I mean, pennies dropped. Not what it means, but he was telling me I seem much more relaxed and happy and have been for a while. And, and I'm like, yeah, but also this morning I was driving Leela to school and Val was with me. And I was like, I just noticed what you're saying, hot heart. Yeah. And I'm only saying this because like, I know I can be, like right now I'm in my silly place. I love seeing you. You bring it out in me. It's one yeah. of the reasons I love being with you. Yeah. But there's different Pete's. And Pete was driving and Pete was thinking about, he had a call at 10, he had a lunch at 12, he had to do something that was going to take two hours somehow in between those things. It's going to be tight. Then I got to get to LA. I got to do this podcast and we have this thing after this. And I just started like, really kind of spinning out. That's what my thing, Val knows this, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but the solution I haven't talked about yet. The voice of my, what we call it, pain body, or my panic, or mm -hmm. my, just my wound, is I'm not supported. I don't have enough time. No one understands how hard my job is. I know it looks fun, but I actually, you know, Katie knows better than anybody. Like, we have to book it. We have to find the It's ads. all pain in the ass. There's a lot of, there's, there's like, way more upkeep than you would think. Yeah. And sometimes I run out of guests and I'm like, we don't have a guest. And like, that is one of my least favorite feelings. Anyway, so I'll get into my plain view, my Daniel plain view, where I'm like, because then I can't make gold blow gold everywhere, Eli. Right? Yeah. Like, I just want to murder Eli Sunday because I'm all rage. But, you know, it's not really coming out. And Val maybe notices. I don't think so. She just she does. Yeah. I know. She's Nessie. Yeah. Well, you have to hum back at her sometimes. See? To my credit, old Holmes, he knows how to feel his rage, panic, hot heart, and go, and she's, to her credit, she's a safe space. So I can just say, I'm in my pain body right now. I go, I don't know why, but I'm in my pain body. And that's a code that means I'm completely overwhelmed. Uh, if it's hysterical, it's historical. So something is going on. That is my past. My parents were also just in town. And no joke, it takes me about two weeks to get back to level regular cruising altitude. Yeah. I actually thought this. I was like, they're my kryptonite. Then I was like, oh my God, Krypton was Superman's home planet. The thing that makes him not super is his home. 
Ugh. And I was like, the thing that makes me not super, that makes me feel like a child, are my parents. Then I can't go out to a theater and be Mr. Saturday Night after I've had someone be like, you have cream cheese on your fucking face. Like, <laughs> like I feel like an eight-year-old. And an eight-year-old can't fly to Toronto on October. I, I just plugged it. <laughs> plugged it. So I'm having panic. It has probably has something to do with them being in town. And, and you know, when you take all that time off to just be with your family, and now all the work is coming back, flooding in. So I'm really panicking. And Val's like, it probably has something to do with your parents. And she's like, just picture them saying to you what you wish they would say to you. Just imagine it. Saying it to your little boy I'm doing it, yeah. And this is what I did. I did it right when she said it. I pictured myself in Cape Cod, which is where we used to go on these little trips. I just pictured my mom being like, you're a good boy. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. You're great. You don't owe me anything. Thank you for everything you do. You're perfect. All that sort of stuff. And for some reason that day, that's what untwisted the rage and, and I didn't need the shutdown. Does that resonate to you, child self stuff? <sighs> no. Love it. We'll be right back. <laughs> I think, these minerals. Because I, I think with me, it's. Hold like, on. Athletic green. Sorry. <laughs> Alpha Athletic, brain. Alpha brain. And, I think with me, it's more like. Uh, I love your honesty. Go I, I know what. My, well, because. Uh, <laughs> Tell it. Spit it, as they say. Because my parents, they, 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 you know. They, my dad texted me on the day I'm shooting my fucking special. I'm overwhelmed. And they went down to Florida to hmm. be with their friends. Which, by the way, they just got out. Huge storm today. Like, insane. You know they just got out. Of, like, Florida's a fucking class five hurricane or some shit. Really? They just got out on time. Uh, and my dad texted me on the day, <laughs> the morning shooting my special. Made it to Florida. A picture of him and his buddy on a boat. Go Vols. Like, his the Tennessee volunteer he went to the University of Tennessee college football Saturday and go Vols and it fucking I want to throw my phone out the car window yeah. like go fucking Vols go fuck yourself what do you but like I just had so much panic all day I didn't even need them to see that's what's different I didn't even want them to be like good luck on the special yeah but I didn't want the other thing yeah I'd rather have nothing because the other thing to me is more annoying that's like what the well, fuck out of here you and i don't know what to do with the other thing yeah if you got like a coherent like i'll be your dad yeah andrew i know you're probably under a lot of pressure right now i just want you to know it's gonna be fantastic no shut the fuck up you dude. don't know what to do with that no well you I, you well, you're more comfortable with go vaults here's yeah. a picture of me with a salmon Well, because i know how to make fun of it yeah that's right well because the other this thing is our uh, brokenness well because the other thing some if, people do have the dad that goes my baby boy is gonna yeah. tape a special tonight kill but it if, but if they did say so proud of you happy da 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 da, da i would have gone no i do know how to deal with it but it is our family's different we're like it's like okay i love you i love you like it's we're it's not super like uh effusive uh, no like i would have been like Oh, thank you, thank you, and that's and we're gonna move forward. Yeah, it's like a pleasantry. Yeah, you know, so we're not really big on that. Like I noticed that with um, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd tell the story. Tell it. Well, here it is. In shooting Dave, Dave's connection to his parents is is uh, it's like remarkable. It's like his IRL. They're just so supportive it's in real life. Yes, it's amazing. And in order to get prepared for a scene. He was watching a video from his mom, and I feel like a piece of me is like, oh, this is no one else's business. But it was kind of sweet. I'm not going to divulge anymore, but it was just like, 
it was so uh, unfamiliar. It, yes, it, <laughs> we, we can keep it about you. It made you feel. Um, I would never. Yeah, I could never. If, if someone's I, like, if some, I needed to do a scene where I had to break apart like a giant statue with a sledgehammer, yeah, I might wa- hit play on the audio message from my mother, <laughs> and I'd be like, ah! I don't have, I don't have the other thing. I don't yeah. have the other like. Uh, we just don't that's just not a part of my history yeah and it's not a bad thing it's just different like for me when i have the hot hot heart you call it like the heavy heavy brain yeah. when i'm running hot as she says my relief is uh i guess the biggest relief is like uh just getting better at being like fuck it i don't care and just pissing away all like the all the heavy breaths, I'll just sit down sometimes and go, well, like this, today, I had too many things scheduled. I canceled the thing right before this. And I if, I used to get real what guilty. What if it was jury duty? It was. You can't cancel that. Uh, by the way, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? You won't tell the Dave video yeah. story, but you'll be like, this guy this did guy it. This guy definitely did it. <laughs> but, I, but I canceled something, and I used to feel bad about that stuff. But then I thought... You're, We're back to mental health. You're allowed to go, I don't really want to do that. I don't think I have the time to do that. Yeah, that's right. And that's okay. But I have to learn to do that because when I was young and people pleaser and you're always like... Me and Fahim Anwar, we're just talking about this on the phone. When you're so afraid in our business to go, I don't want to do that or I don't feel like doing that because when you're young, you're like, well, what are they going to fucking... They're going to hate me and I'm going to be an asshole and oh, he's difficult. And you're like, I just sometimes I don't want to do stuff. Yeah. And I don't want you to have the ability to like bully me into doing stuff and they do. Yeah. And p- that's a thing. When you're talking about people don't realize, they bully you into things and you feel like, well, I guess I'm f- most of feel lucky to do it. So I guess I have to do it. Yeah. Even though you're like, I don't fucking want to do this. It's a that's nightmare. Right. That's right. So, you get older and you go, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I don't feel bad about saying, "Hey man, I really can't do that. I'm sorry." When I started, I, I remember watching Aziz. Aziz was around the same time. I had been doing it three years. I think he'd been doing it one year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I watched this guy say no to things around me left and right. And Always seem jealous. like not... This, I've probably told this story before, but probably not in five, six years. But it's like we were doing Best Week Ever, which is an old TV show oh, on yeah. VH1. And Fred Graver was the executive producer. God, he sounds like he was 80. Yeah. Well, is it Fred Graver? Graver. Yeah. It's, it's not Cradler. <laughs> so in comes... Cut that. <laughs> in comes Fred, face of death. <laughs> that was his middle name. No, but Fred was a great guy. He gave us his uh, first break. I have to back it up. I have to bat- <laughs> mm-hmm. walk it back. But I love Fred. Beautiful Fred. Thank you, Fred. He's not around. But uh, edit that out, but edit it back in. <laughs> That's a <laughs> Todd Glass bit. That's what Todd says. Anyway, um, we started doing these shows at UCB in New York to see if we would do a live tour. And at this point, we had only been on the show two or three times. And it was the kind of show that you got booked by the week. Yeah. Like they would call you on Monday to see if you'd be on that week. So me, I was like a like a dolled up dame in 1942. Whatever you need, Just waiting by the phone, (laughs) flapping my lashes, just waiting for the phone to ring. So I meet Fred Graver, and I go into full Jay Holmes. That's my father, and I'm like a politician. I'm like, hello, Mr. Graver. Wonderful to meet you. Thank you for this opportunity. What a, th- what a thrill. Mm-hmm. Best week ever. Great show, great show. Just so happy to be here. Happy to be a part. Hope this tour is a success. Would love to go on the road for you, sir. He goes up to Aziz, who's right next to me, like minutes after he didn't I hear what I said. I don't want to do it. No. No. No, thanks. I'm out. 
Randy! <laughs> he didn't do any of that. <laughs> but Fred goes up to Aziz, and I'm like, curious, because Aziz in, is in the same position as me. Yeah. It's his first TV thing, basically, I guess. Here's the big dog. I swear when Fred is shaking Aziz's hand, Aziz is already turning away from him before Fred has released his grip. Jesus. It was like... It was like Bob Dylan in 62. You know, Bob Dylan would just like not look at reporters and be like, yeah, I like playing guitar. What can I say? And then he just rolls into a pool. <laughs> it was like either the coolest thing in the world. Or the most disrespectful. Or just, or maybe it was just like this, this dude's so anxious that he doesn't know what to do. It could be anything. Right. But it wasn't what I was raised to do. I was raised, Mr. Big is here. How you doing, sir? But the and, then, and then after that, Aziz... They wanted him so bad. And then he backed away from the show. He ended up doing other things. And I was like, oh, there is another way to play it, which is the... But I think it has a lot to do with it, that the only certain people can do it. Because some people miss... It depends on who you are and your energy and your physicality. There's so many elements that go into this, the, the, the nuances of that. You're a big guy. You're tall. Yeah. Your attitude is domineering. People may think you're a dick or you're being a jerk. Is this how you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. But like uh, people say this often to me, like a fan will be like, oh man, I thought you were, you know, like a lot of times, sometimes people will be like, hey, I know you don't want to be bothered, but it's like, I don't, it's a physical projection. People think because I'm strong, I'm like strong personality that people are like, I don't want to, he probably doesn't want me to, but Aziz is a a smaller guy and he's kind of quirky. So it goes along with, he can get away with if. In fact, he was being an asshole. Yeah, it can be misinterpreted as, oh, he's just nervous and anxious, want to get out of there. If you and I do that because of personalities, it's yeah. like he's a fucking dick. Yeah, so when when I say there's other ways to do it, I just think I've seen guys. Like, Gerard Carmichael is a great example. I remember Gerard at the store being so like whimsical about it. It was it was like it was like everything was like, oh, who knows? Yeah, I don't. But I he just, knew. I just feel. And then people just <laughs> absorb that as like Gerard's perfect yeah. uh, disposition. It was strange and, and, and it was real to him. But like to you and me, it's just, it's not natural. Yeah. So whenever I see those things, whenever somebody says no all the time or whenever someone like, they're like credited for these moments that you're like, God, we couldn't do that. I just have come to the understanding. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not built. I'm That's not what I am built like. Yeah, that's interesting. I just look... My physical it's not in line with the story that's already being told as they're approaching. It. Like if Kyle Kinane was like super eager beaver, you'd be like, "This is something's wrong." wrong. Yeah, you want Kyle to be like, <gasps> "Yeah, it yeah. would it would fuck you off if, yeah. if it was the other way." Yeah, so I wouldn't I think, want if Kyle acted like me. Everyone would be like, "Kill let's that get guy. This guy out of show." Yeah, let's <laughs> murder that guy on site. <laughs> I think you have to match everything else, and I don't think you Maybe. know that when you're young. I think when you get older, you go. Oh, I'm well, that's okay why he said this. it was like Bob Dylan, because Bob Dylan was a little squirrely. But I'm that's not, who he was. Yeah. No, no, seriously. His yeah. phys- physical was that. That's what I mean. He's like he, embodied he looked like a guy this... that was like, I don't have the time of day and I don't have a day for time. And I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Someone's like, is that a hit record, Bob? <laughs> Someone like us. Yeah. I think we should put that on vinyl. Exactly. Yeah, and we world. do make a lot of money off of it, Bob. That's just right. Just to be fair. And Bob doesn't care. He'd and... be a great thin tie record executive in a Let movie. me tell you something, Bob. Let me tell you something, Bob. I'm going to make a couple of bucks. We're going to change that name. That's a hit. Get the girls. Wake the girls. The girls are always there. (laughs) They're always there. Wake the girls. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) They're me sitting by the phone. Get in tune. (laughs) 
But we had we're not privileged in that way that cool. we have that thing. I think yeah. that just goes along with all the things I've ever known as when I meet people and I go, right, that lines up. Yeah. Katie is whether you if you never saw her before and somebody passes her on the street, immediately looking at her physically, someone will go, I bet you she's nice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. bet you she's nice. They see you on the street and they go, Keep your food and cookies <laughs> away from this. I was beast. giving you. I was giving you room for the Keep joke. Keep the food and cookies away, away from, from this face. Yeah. See what I mean? It's like they, they immediately people are going to make the judgment, and if you don't, you can either go with it or go against it. And it's hard to go against. That's it. why I remember there was this guy I started comedy with named uh, Nathan Trenholm, and very funny guy. And he was short and he had glasses. And he went out when he did Premium Blend, and I swear he stood there just looking miserable for 30 seconds before he started, and it killed. Yeah. He was just like... But here's here's another side of that. One time, I got huge laughs just adjusting the mic and being like, like real uh, Pete but Holmes But you do face. have a Pete Holmes face. If the I first time that, that happened, I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. But you happen. do, you being goofy Pete Holmes face, it's a yeah. part of your face. It's my face. That's why you're able to sell... Tickets in Toronto. Toronto. October eighth, guys. Come on. October. That's why you're able to sell wackadoo shit because you're like the. If I get too wacky on stage, uh, people almost don't buy it. A little bit. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like, well, is that? I mean, but I a, love when you're a silly Billy. I like to be silly boy, but also I, I look Billy. But I no silly. I can't. Do, so that's that, so that's that too was, silly. That was that is. It's a little too silly for me. Silly Billy. Silly boy is fine. And we've seen silly Billy. Silly boy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Athletic, <laughs> athletic greens. I'm going to have um, a beautiful dinner tonight with one of my oldest friends. And boy, oh boy, I can't wait. To... Who is it? My buddy James from Chicago. I love him so much. What if you're like Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah. He got out. <laughs> Should I not be telling people about that? Uh, my buddy James. And it's so funny because uh, he's home. That's home. Mm-hmm. And... It's uh, you're gonna have a great time. Well, it's just nice. He's a guy that I wish I ate more food with, uh-huh. but I just don't see people like that as much, which stinks because you just don't, you don't, you know. Maybe you're an Evanston guy. You want me to move to northern suburbs of Chicago? Yeah. If I move out of Chicago, just like we said in New York, we were looking at places in New York, and it was like this whole idea of like, well, do we want to? You did. You yeah. got that far? Yeah. Where? Where in New York? Well, yeah. that's what I'm about to tell you. That's the funny part, as I said. I'm not going to move all the way to New York to not live in New York. So I'd probably live downtown somewhere. You know, like, I don't know. I really li- like, I mean, Soho would be incredible or anything down there, you know, would you be kind of nice. Cobblestone Street. I just want to live in the, I like downtown a lot for yeah. some, I really like, or as close as I can get, throw me over to Dumbo or, you know, something like that. But sure. I was like, yeah, because the joke was like, oh, should we go out there and see like, a, a nice house and I was like no we have to live in the guts of the thing if we're gonna go we should live yeah. in the belly of the beast yeah why else would I go yeah we already live in the you know sub the suburbs here yeah um in Pacoima put my address right here Katie if you can Chiron my address <laughs> slash whiskey ginger yeah but I just I, I feel like if we were gonna go I'd wanna live inside of the machine I would wanna live give me all the yeah Give me the give me the fucking New York give me New York were you just grabbing New York by the big ass by the apple, and it's got a crest. It's got an apple ass. Apple, but that, I, apple but maybe, but maybe New York. I think it might be a good way to also re reconfigure my artistic uh, 
drive. Because New York is just different. Vi- the vibe of stand-up and comedy and art is just different than it well, is Well, you, you, have you ever lived in New York? No. Just spent chunks of time. Because if you walk from one set to another set, you have a, a new bit by the time you get there. I know. It's what's, it's, it's what's so nice. I just, I just know that... I just know just be a new perspective definitely changes the way you deliver comedy. Even when I when I go there and I perform, I just I like I did the cellar when I was just there. Even just going there, I immediately am like I'm telling jokes the, a different way. Yeah. The same joke, it's just I'm telling them different. I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel that way about the store actually. Well, There's certain jokes I do a joke at the improv or something and then I'm like it's funny when I do it at the store this isn't this will make sense I bet to you. I mm-hmm. go I almost do it like I'm chewing gum. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's like more attitude. There's more fearlessness because at the store there's just a feeling of like, show us your wares, like your weirdest, your dirtiest. I like that. that's what like I love. The seller feels exactly like that. I to agree. Me. That's it's, what you're describing. It's like a. And I then could, you, you've, I, and I love Largo more than anything. If I could only perform at Largo, that would be f- totally great for me. But there is sometimes I, if I do the store the night before Largo, and then I go to Largo, and I, like I have a line in my act where I call jokingly obviously val a low blood sugar bitch just whoa like, <laughs> just, whoa that you made me feel bad about yeah, it. yeah you should that's bad does she have diabetes i don't call her a diabetes? bitch it's like if that's your sandwich at subway you are a low blood sugar bitch that's true that's right? good that i like okay yeah. okay so i'm not just saying you low blood sugar this, bitch. and you know this low blood sugar I'm bitch i'm living it, with i don't even know what pejorative means <laughs> i'm saying it in the pejorative sense i don't know what that means the, audi- the audience knows nobody knows google it email it to google yourself it. then when it comes in market is spam market is spam <laughs> flag it and i did it at the comedy store and they were lighting mattresses on fire they were doing backflips people were screaming bl- low blood sugar a woman had a baby a woman had a baby she was like i didn't even know i was pregnant they were filming that show at the time that's a giveaway. Mm-hmm. If the crew for I didn't know I was pregnant is following you, you might be a redneck. <laughs> but I, then I go to Largo, which is a nice place. People might even put on a jacket to go to Largo. Well, and I do. go, you little blood sugar bitch. And people are like, hmm, not so sure about that one. So it takes all different. But you go to the cellar, low blood sugar bitch. Low blood sugar bitch. Also, but but uh, in the cellar, it's uh, you, you, yeah, you, are you a sugar free bitch? That's what I mean. What do you mean? It's like the same joke, but a different spin on. Oh, you're gonna say it even. Yeah, you might say it a little bit different, but it's kind of sa- you're trying to say. You're following Keith. <laughs> right, what are you gonna do gonna, when he's up there? You're gonna do. What are you supposed to say? Yeah, you're gonna adapt. Have you ever? Did I ask you this last time you did it? Have you ever almost died? M- many, 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 many times. Pick one. Uh, I was riding in the back of a truck at the bed of a pickup truck when I Is was this in college. Truck you? Oh yeah, <laughs> I am the truck. <laughs> You're riding in the back of a pickup truck. In the bed of a pickup truck, flying down. Why the- do they call it a bed? <laughs> Anyone sleeping? You're not sleeping back there. And a cab. A cab is a cab. Why is the cab of a truck a cab? There's a cab in the front, a bed, bed in, the in the back. back. <laughs> what? Come on, Seinfeld. Find it. <laughs> he has a stroke. What, what, what is this? A yellow cab taking you to your new apartment where you're moving in the mattress. <laughs> there it he is. Just, he just melts like the <laughs> like he drank from the wrong uh, last crusade. Why does it start at 150? Ford F150, 250. <laughs> you made 149 of these before you came up with this one. So I mean, can you imagine? I felt getting mad at us for doing these bits on him. It's so mad. Why are you doing it? <laughs> I uh, I paved the way for you. 
You pave away, you take away. And what are you using to pave anyway? Asphalt, concrete, what's more stable? <laughs> Don't be an asphalt. He's becoming a civil engineer as we continue on. <laughs> Seinfeld in other jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move units. <laughs> Are you diversifying any of your portfolio at all? <laughs> There's a lot of organic synergy happening. <laughs> what does that even mean? I was in the bed of a pickup truck coming back from Mexico into South Padre Island, Texas on spring break with some friends. I was intoxicated. I'm not proud of this moment. Not proud. The gentleman driving the truck was intoxicated. I'm not proud of that moment. Ooh. And we caught, hitched a free ride from a man we don't know. But I know he had been drinking. And I probably definitely knew. And the truck was bouncing around over this bridge, rickety bridge, going from Mexico to South Padre Island. And I sobered up because, I mean, for a hot second, because we swerved a little bit because a truck had been pulled over on the side of the road and we almost clipped it. And I realized, this hits. I fly out of this thing and either ping pong my head against some of the bridge iron before falling falling into the ocean or... I fly out of the back of this thing onto this narrow two-lane bridge and get immediately run over by a cascade of cars. Yeah. (laughs) And it fucked me up. I held so tightly onto the sides, just like wishing to the universe that we would make it okay. And it was one of those things where, yeah, but the whole time (laughs) I kept thinking, this is it. I am going to die like this. Like it was us just missing clipping that car and swerving was the... I, 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 it was a wake up call for, I could, I was like, I should never get in these, a car with someone who's been drinking again. I didn't know, but we did know. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It was so We're obvious. Back to my observation. You know, dad jokes? Right there, the neck. Whenever the neck goes back, they're drunk. Somebody, Josh Rubin told me it's when their eyes go before their head. So say something to me. Have you been drinking tonight, sir? <laughs> oh, my God. They follow. <laughs> Because, because, because the eyes are still working at full speed. Yeah, the eyes aren't drunk. But the body is. The body's drunk. The right. eyes are like, oh, God, he's drunk. No, oh, we have to take care of all this. Over, look that way. Good boy. Good boy. All right, now close your eyes for a second. Oh, my God. How much of life is you just want to be babied? And getting drunk, you need to be babied. You need help. You need someone to be like, do you need a burrito, buddy? Like, we love it. Yeah. Well, and then we in all the morning, want, you're hungover, and someone's like, do you, do you need another burrito? burrito? <laughs> yeah, I want two. <laughs> yeah, I want two. All of life is actually trying to get back to the feeling of not knowing anything. Yeah. You're just like, how can I get back to not knowing much? Yeah. And that's how you get, you've, you put away all the things, and then, and then you want to use abuse stuff to feel like you don't have to think about them anymore, and then... When you sober up, you move to Ohio and you think about all of them. You'd think my mind would be racing up there, but it, it, I, might, I have no problem. No, no. I mean, you think about all the things, but from a from a oh from a it, new perspective. From a, yeah, from very introspective now. Well, now I'm you not can think to about force it critically. The, the spiritual thing here, but here I go. Here but he is. Like, being conscious, but with no thoughts, is a heavenly state. You're there right now. Am I doing it right now? Yeah. No, I'm thinking about this interview. I'm Sisyphus. You're pushing that rock? I keep pushing. I, I, I'm i going to stop soon, but I am pushing. Yes, yeah, Sisyphus has to put that rock down and just go like, it doesn't... This fucking hill is so big. What am I... Le- Le- Seinfeld's next to him. You'll never get it up there. That's a huge <laughs> hill. And what will you do? What is it up there? It'll fall down the other side. 
Is that a part of Sisyphus though? That he kept pushing the rock up the hill and he never make it, but he never makes it. But but was there ever a conversation about once he got it up there? Is there a other side to it, or is it a crescendo? Is there a is there, is there a summit? And why does he want it up there? That was the other thing. What was it? Is it flat up there? I remember Alex Gray. The uh, how funny it's just a little tilted. He gets it up there, and it sits, and he stands next to it, but for a second. Yeah. And then it rolls back. Now down. you're designing a good hell. Yeah. It's like let him think, and then <laughs> yeah. and it has to roll over his foot, and now he has to do it. Uh, uh, jumping up and down as it rolls. <laughs> down. Of course. Alex Gray, the psychedelic painter. Uh, you've probably seen his stuff. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, he he had a trip or a dream. I think it was a trip where he saw Sisyphus. And, and the trip like zoomed in on his face. So here's a guy pushing the boulder. And it zoomed in on his face and showed that there was a little smile. Oh. And he called it the smile of Sisyphus. And I think that's right on. I think even the things we hate, we secretly love. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. You, even you, when you were little, little eight-year-old Santino. I'm going back. Would have loved to have been like, I just, I take my special, my dad's texting me. Now I got to fucking go, oh, Dave, I'm shooting Dave. 14 hour days. When you were little, you used to walk around and be like, 14 hour days. Like you wanted to be stressed out yeah. so badly. I love it. I still do love it. No, That's I'm why not, I said I'm, I'm enjoying I'm not accusing. But I enjoy it so much. But that it, it is, you do feel like you're, I'm pushing a little bit of a boulder sometimes. You're like, well, no, actually, you know what it is? It's if you zoom out a little bit, I'm pushing a boulder. When you zoom in on, on my acid trip, you realize it looks like it's one, but it's 20. 20 boulders? Yeah, and they're all kind of, I'm like, I'm actually going like this, like trying to make sure they all stay. As like a one. pyramid of them. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Like to me, it's like, I feel, that's what I feel like, that I'm roll. it looks like one, but fuck me, it's way too many. I see. And if I just padded one rock up the hill, I'd probably get it up there. Like just Dave. Uh-huh. But you're like, I'll also film my special right And before. do two podcasts and yeah, yeah. develop this show Dinner and da da da. And da da da. Yeah, it's just that. The Chicago land asshole. Mm-hmm. James? Yeah, my boy. Oh, sorry. He's your boy. He's a, he is a prince of a man. I bet he is. I'm picturing him. A wonderful story, too. A man who rode dirt bikes and then professionally did like tricks on them and all that shit. And then also almost died. Met his wife who almost, who had almost. a friend die in front of her face. What? That's what got her to quit. They were both like trickster. Oh, know. someone died riding dirt bikes. Yeah, he met his wife. No, mo- I think they were, they were on motorcycles. I think they, this was motorcycle times. Wow. He met his wife when they were doing when he was like touring the world doing tricks and the being, cigarette of transportation. Hundred percent. Yeah, circus bikes going to kill you. But hey, when you have a GoPro cool. on your helmet for the case coming up, <laughs> where you have to, pre- you're wearing your exhibit honor. A. Doot, doot. They you, have your your head you, is decapitated, but they still have it on the helmet. It's like we can't get the GoPro off, so we brought the head in. Look at the shock on his face. He clearly didn't see this coming. Speaking of loose heads, I can't. Uh, I kind of get them out. I got out of my brain because I watched Dahmer and woof woof woof. Dahmer, Dahmer's new show, Dahmer the Monster on Netflix. It's like one of the biggest. What? Why do you watch it? You? Did you watch it, Katie? It's 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 uh, it's just dark because Evan Peters is a great fucking actor. Boy oh boy, does he do a good job. And he's got like a very subtle Wisconsin accent to him. <laughs> I mean, he's doing Joe Para. You know Joe Para? Yeah. Yeah. He talks to me. Oh, yeah. It's great. That thing. It's, I, liter- it's literally Joe Para. Joe Para. Joe, Joe Para decapitates you. It's Joe Para. Like yeah. every time I see it, I'm like, this is fucking Joe Para. And he's blonde and his hair swift down. Let's get you to your thing. Okay. Yeah. What time is it? It's about time. Oh, 620. Daddy's got to go. Daddy's got to go. How do I end this with Pete? Um, like, how do you get out? 
No, how do I end this old with Petey? Pete? How do I end this? will let you go. Old Petey usually asks the hardest time you've ever laughed. Um, you've done the pod before and you already told I know, I remember though. the other one that I named last time. What's what's another hard time I've ever laughed? Maybe with James. You could also answer this. Anything unexplainable? Psychic, ghost, UFO. What if they're both the same thing? And it's the hardest laugh? Yeah. Have you ever had like a psychic tell you something and you're like, how you I've never been to a psychic. Hmm. Never been to a psychic. I've never no seen ghost? a Never seen a UFO. Seen, seen a ghost. I think we talked about ghosts. I, I oh, seen yeah. a ghost in my buddy Tyler's basement. That's good hosting. And then what's the other thing I'm trying to think of? That I, doesn't sound familiar. Does that sound familiar to you? I think you did it on my show. I think we came on my show. We talked about it. Well, nobody's it. watching that. That's correct. Uh, promo code, uh, uh, get help if you're sad at BetterHelp. Promo code whiskey, <laughs> making me sad on your show. Um, I want to think of the hard, one of the another hardest time I've ever laughed was. Um, I want to think about the ghost. I want to think about the ghost. I think ghosts. Uh, Great ghost, chains, translucent, beautiful ghost. They were both. It was the ghost and the hardest I've ever laughed were happened at the same time. Really? Yeah. Oh no. Always. I saw. Um, do it again if you're a real ghost. Do it one more time right now if there's actually a ghost in here. Do it now. Now. <laughs> Now you can make ghostings happen at your level whenever you need them. You can always find a ghosting. Like if I go, oh yeah, if you're in here, do nothing. See? They're there. They're tempting us. That is so They're tempting funny. us. Make ghostings your own. That's what I figured out about those ghost shows. They'll go, did you hear that? You can make anything be a here thing. Anything was I did here. Oh, I heard that. Did you hear it? People will start to go, I, I heard, I heard it. Yeah, no, that's true. It's like a fart where you're like, oh, immediately someone will go, oh, is it, is it so, oh, yeah, yeah. You want it to smell because you want to be a part of a fart that's not there. That's the old Eddie Murphy bit. Yeah. He goes, you want to, you want it to smell, you want to smell it because in, in the back of your mind, you want to grade the fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can have the story. Remember that fart you made? He yeah. says, made. Made. <laughs> Remember that fart you made? Remember that fart you made? What's the hardest I've ever laughed is probably um, recently... Oh God, that's so hard, man. I, that's tough. That's tough. Hmm. How about this? I'll end it in a, in a better way. You want to sing a song at the same time? Uh, yeah. You want to follow me, or I'll follow you. I'll follow you. What's the song called, Katie? Doesn't matter. Katie she says, you know. "Oh God, I don't know." <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet Lord, I don't know what the. Fuck is going down. Trickster? Trickster. Have you ever opened up your cupboard and there's a dead cat smoking cigarettes and he looks at you and he says, I'm not dead. I'm actually made out of jelly beans. You're not singing with me. You're not even trying. You went up and went down. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> you said it so all American. Keep it crispy. <laughs> That's a catchphrase. Keep yeah, it crispy. That's how we end. Zaxby's. Keep it crispy. We're done. Show's over. I love you. I love you. Bombas. Thanks for not canceling.
Oh, please. I would never. I had to push. You did twice. I had to push. That's not a cancel. That's a push. <laughs> cancel means you don't make it. Push means you got to change it. <laughs>